Welcome to a Trucker's Mind Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy K Fings. And we're back, man. Episode 204. Mm-hmm. All right, man. Uh, we'll get right into it. The Super Bowl, uh, the biggest topic of discussion for the day. Today is Sunday. Um, we just got through watching the game, and the punk-ass Rams just won. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, me and Keith are both Niner fans, and we obviously lost to the Rams. And uh, you just got to tip your hat sometimes, so tip my hat to the Rams. Mm-hmm. Uh, but fuck them. You know, they, they sold they sold to Illuminati to get all them goddamn players. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You spent all that fucking money. You better win, motherfucker. Yeah. You got OBJ. You got fucking uh, um, uh, uh, Von Miller. You Von got. Miller. Yeah. So you got all these guys over there. You know, you got Whitworth of what, like two years ago or so. Mm-hmm. Oh, you just got Stafford. So you spent all that money. Matt Stafford, yeah. Yeah. So you spent all that money. You motherfuckers better win. Yeah. You know? Shout out to Cooper Cup, though. Mm-hmm. I think uh, as a uh, just a football fan, I'm definitely happy for Aaron Donald. You know, he he was he's obviously one of the greatest defensive <laughs> players ever, or greatest football players ever. And he was basically saying the whole year, like you know, that's the only thing that's missing from my resume is winning that Super Bowl. So him and definitely Odell Beckham. You know, just for him to have that resurgence or that you know, because people kind of counted him out. They said he was immature, all these different things. But for him to kind of he didn't say nothing the whole year. He didn't speak about nothing, even, you know, through the uh, through being released with the Browns um, and obviously going to the Rams. But, you know, he didn't say nothing. I think I think he's just grown up a lot, you know, compared to his days and uh, as a giant. So shout out to Odell Beckham, too. Yeah, I don't know where he'll go, but um, he's got a ring now. You know, mm-hmm. he, he became a part of that team. So mm-hmm. I just with me, though, now it's just. The way that the NFL NBA is, it's just a bunch of good motherfuckers on one team, mm-hmm. and I hate that because the role of uh, the the like the actual role of role players used to win championships in the nineties, mm-hmm. even in the two thousands. It was always the guys like fucking uh, Ron Harper's and the Robert Ories and guys like that who won games. You didn't need a whole fucking stacked roster full of people. It is it just pisses me off, man. I get so annoying. Yeah. And, and th- this practice has been adopted. In multiple sports, mainly in NBA, in the NBA and in the NFL now, low key. Mm-hmm. So I would say with the Buccaneers, I wouldn't say that that was the thing when they won the title because the only real change they made was getting Tom Brady, but they did get AB too. Yeah, they got Antonio they got Antonio Brown, Brown too. Mm-hmm. Well, they got Antonio Brown and his mental illness and his CTE. So they got three people. <laughs> they had three personalities if they got that motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> had to pay three different salaries. Yeah. But yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Super Bowl was great, man. Um, uh, it was a good game. Um, it, to all those that seen it, I mean, it's not a whole lot to say. I, I don't, it's not too many specifics to get into. OBJ got hurt early, you know, but he scored that opening. That, well, at least it was an opening drive. Mm-hmm. No, it, oh, no, it wasn't the opening drive, was it? It might have been the second drive. I think it was the second drive. It was in the first quarter, though. Yeah, but the Rams drew first blood, and, you know, OBJ was definitely a part of that game for sure. Without mm-hmm. his c- contributions, they would have not won that game. Yeah, he was flying around the field. Yeah. Like, you could tell He, he could tell it was, it was going to be one of, those, one of those games for him. Yeah. So yeah. now, you know, it's undeniable now. Now, when he, whenever he retires, he got a Super Bowl ring. Yeah, That's, like put nope. him up there with the greats. It, here's the thing, too. As Niners fans, though, we real shitty towards Aaron Donald because the Niners be punking them, right? Niners be punking the Rams, whooping their ass. Yeah. But if they say anything to Aaron, all they got to do is like, I got a ring, motherfucker. 
Yeah. I got a ring. You yeah. you, you could beat us seven times in a row. But oh, that I, regular season don't matter. Yeah, I'm ring. the one with a ring. Mm-hmm. You know, we had Jimmy Garoppolo's sorry fucking ass, and if we had a better quarterback, Niners would have been in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. But no, we went we and smacked Dallas in Dallas. Then you smacked the Packers in Green Bay. Then you come back to L.A., which is basically home field because it was more Niner fans than Rams fans because Rams barely have culture in L.A. Mm-hmm. Like they only been back a few fucking years. They came back in sixteen, mm-hmm. so you know it's Niners is really was running that house. Yeah, it was it, loud in there. It was loud for the Niners, man. Mm-hmm. You know, but hey, look, I don't, I don't want to sound like a hater, so I'm gonna just tip my hat. You do sound like one right now. Yeah, straight up, like on some real man. Fuck the Rams. <laughs> fuck the Rams, bro. That's one team I don't fuck. I'm a Dodger Laker fan, but I'm mm-hmm. a Niner fan, bro. I don't fuck with the the Rams. Joe Burrow is a dog, though. I yeah, think he's. Uh, I think he's gonna be around for a minute, and he's young. It's what, yeah. second year. Get somebody to protect that kid. Yeah, he in there getting bent up and stuff. Yeah, man, he gonna break both his fucking. He got already. He already got a brace on one leg on, yeah. the, on the right leg. Now y'all about to break the left leg too, man. Yeah. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, great game. Shout out to the Rams. Um, yeah. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow didn't look like he didn't look. De- he didn't look defeated when he lost, though. When he lost, he looked like he wanted to go back. Mm-hmm. He didn't look like he was crying, like Jamar Chase and all them had their hands on their head. Joe Burrow looked like he, he looked like he could just look through a motherfucker at that point. And they yeah. said he was the last person to leave. Yeah. He's yeah. taking it all in. He's young, too. I think, you know, those are the type of uh, lessons you learn from, you know, as a young player. Especially him. Like, he he's an extremely competitive person. You could just mm-hmm. see, like... You know, even the confidence he carries. Um, and he also, you know, he won. He was very successful in college, too. Yeah. So, you know, he knows what it what it feels like to win or to be on that podium. And um, I can see I can see him. It's very difficult to win a Super Bowl. Hell yeah. But I can see him. I can see him getting one before his career is over. Yeah. You know, he's just that good to me. And he got, you know, he has a, uh, in Chase, he's a, he's a really good uh, receiver, too. So if they get an offensive line. They defense played well enough to win. Um, the offensive line played terribly. Yeah. Um, but if you know, if they get some some draft some offensive linemen, you know, get some offensive linemen in free agency, he could uh he could definitely make a run. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. Well enough about the game. Uh let's talk about that halftime show with yeah. Snoop Dogg, Dr. J, Kendrick Lamar, Mary J. Blige, and Eminem. Fifty Cent. And fifty cent. Yeah. Now he's turned into a full dollar. Yeah. Fifty Cent was up there looking like a roasted chicken. God <laughs> damn. <laughs> Yeah. That nigga got big, yo. So you yeah. find me in the club, bottom for the book, When he was upside down, he was talking about find me in the club. He was referencing a club sandwich. I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he he looked big. He looked bigger hanging upside down. Yeah. When they turned him over, he just looked kind of like you know, like he don't lift weights no more. That nigga was looking like a hamster upside down. Yeah, he should he should have had a shirt. And they're coming on. twenty deep as in the club. <laughs> 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 oh man, that, that that threw me off because we both seen it and we both like looked at each other like, "Yo, what's up with 50? And mind you, like Dr. Dre is in pretty decent shape for his age. Mm-hmm. And he for sure be like working out regularly. Yeah, he put some weight on though. Yeah, and then obviously Snoop is always skinny. And then you know uh, Mary J. Blige actually looked like she, you know, she be taking care of herself too. And then yeah. Fifty Cent just come out like, you know, just, yeah, he got like he got uh, he got hips now. You know, Fifty, yeah. 
What you heard about me? But a chicken sandwich can't get nothing out of me. No girl to let no chrome she can't see. That's what that's what happened when you're not an active rapper no more. He making TV, executive producing shows and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm a motherfucking P.I.M.P. He always sounded like he had his mouth closed. Yeah. But I think the reason why he kind of sounds like that because he got shot in the face. Yeah, he, he was missing. I think it's the he got, fragment still might be in his mouth. Yeah, it's in his jaw, and he got his he got his tooth shot out. Like, mm-hmm. they trying to fuck 50 up. Well, they I did fuck kill him. him. Yeah, yeah, they was trying to get him bad. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine when they were shooting him? He's like, oh, 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 in the club, in the club. Oh, 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 yeah. Nah, that was dope though. I think it was like a huge moment for LA. For for LA, but just for the West Coast in general. Like we, you know, as I'm not from LA by any means, but as uh just a fan or, you know, just I guess just a fan of West Coast music and you know how much LA has influenced yeah. the entire hip hop community. I thought it was dope. I also think like, you know, it's just a proud moment when you really from California and you could see you know, you the, that's the music you grew up on. Those are the soundtracks to, you know, your early days and your childhood. And then just kind of seeing it put on this huge stage. And then also it, it made it look even better yeah. because the I wouldn't say like not to like really compare them to other years, but it really felt like the perfect storm like you got dr dre it's in la you got snoop dogg and dr dre is like a genius in his own right when it comes to just um you know putting putting on a show like even even like the commercial leading up to it and i don't know how much input dr dre has on these things but just the commercial leading up to it and different things that he even the even the um like the kobe bryant thing he had like he did like some sort of like score to match like uh i think the 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 funeral or something like that um but just like just um dr dre as an entity he's kind of like he's not even like really in music music like that but just to see like his genius put on display and you know just for the world to see i think it was dope but i fucking hated it i'm gonna tell you why i loved it and hated it because it's not concurrent this is 30 years past due yeah. Whenever it's a rock artist or somebody, they get them on stage. But because they had such a problem with hip hop in the '90s, they didn't have them on stage in the Super Bowl. They should have been on a fucking Super Bowl back in 2000. They should have been back in the Super Bowl in '98. Yeah. This is ridiculous. Now you got an old Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre. These mm-hmm. niggas got arthritis and shit up there, <laughs> and it's Dr. like Dre it was still sick. it was still dope. But I'm pissed off. I was infuriated at the same time because of how much they fucking hip hop is the most popular genre in the world yet you wait until 2022 to put these artists up 50 cents that the music he was had going that it was in 2003 yeah eminem we talking about 2002 yeah and it's like dog and and the crazy thing about it is not until recently with the acceptance of things and now they have more melanated people involved with super bowl organizing you know, Jay-Z, you know, really. Jay-Z now, yeah. you know, but beforehand, man, it was not. I mean, they had they had Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson was in the Super Bowl at halftime, wasn't he? Yeah, but I, the, you're, what you're saying is true, but they do have legacy acts that come back. And like Prince, when Prince did it, he was definitely out of his prime. Yeah. But Prince, like, for sure, just shut it down. Yeah, but what I mean is, is growing up in the, in the 90s, you know that the government had N.W.A. on a list of people like a terrorist yeah for sure so they were not allowing hip-hop acts to do things like the super bowl Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. It like I'm talking about more specifically like Dr. Dre's and NWA's and Snoop mm-hmm. Dogg's of the world. They couldn't even fucking sniff the stage. Yeah. So I still think it's dope. I just think it's 30 years past due. Mm-hmm. And at least even if they're not I mean if you, if you did this in 2010 if if you put Snoop Dogg and them on the stage in 2010, it would still been too late. It's not too late, but it would still been way later. Yeah. You know, and it's like you you think about the acts that have been up there, and I think it's cool, and I don't want to sound just unappreciative, but fuck, man. It just shows how long it took for hip-hop to be on these massive, you know, platforms. But I think it was dope the way they captured the essence. But one thing they fucking missed is they missed the goddamn Tupac hologram, man. He said he would not do that anymore, though. You wouldn't do it no more? Yeah, he said after um, Coachella that he wouldn't do that anymore. Oh, man. The but only he, ode to him was when Dr. Dre... Uh, dun, 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 yeah. dun, dun. I'm like, man, pull the fucking hologram out here, man. <laughs> you in L.A. It's the Super Bowl. You will never get a chance to do this again. That's why you should have put the hologram out there. He said he's not going to... It's man, weird. fuck all that. You really know... T- Imagine to- if I was doing this, uh, this podcast and everywhere I went, I had a hologram of you right by my side. Dude... It's the Super Bowl, though. Like, if you're going to Coachella, they have Coachella all the time, and you can go back. But we talking about the Super Bowl in L.A. In L.A. We talking about L.A. culture. It's to, it, if you made a promise to yourself that you were not a person you genuinely knew, I'm not doing that no more, then just, you know, you don't have right, to Keith. do it. All right, <laughs> Keith. In the great words of Tupac, I ain't mad at you. Okay, yeah. you can have your take. Yeah. But I, I just, I just think like we talking about L.A. It's a whole bunch of acts that they missed too. Like Kendrick did cool, but I feel like if you if you got those acts, you really don't. I, I said that one act that I felt would have been dope up there with them too would have been Exhibit. Exhibit, yeah. Exhibit would have been dope just to have like certain other West Coast artists to embody that. Mm-hmm. I think Cube would have been dope up there. I think, yeah, uh, I think Cube above above anybody. Um, yeah. Just his, I mean, they started NWA together. You know what I mean? I think that would have been. Can you um, imagine the amount of backlash if Cube got up there and they just changed the plans? He's like, fuck the police coming straight, straight from, from the, the underground. underground. A young nigga got it bad because I'm brown. Yeah, that'd be wild. <laughs> Even Kendrick Lamar, he didn't say the uh, line about the police. Yeah. Like he, he, he blurted out himself. Like, and they hate. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And they hate ho-hos. <laughs> he just replaced it popo he, with like he didn't say nothing. Like ain't nobody hate ho-hos, man. I love those snacks. <laughs> What's the name? Uh Eminem took a knee up there. He did? He yeah, he did. I didn't see it. I mm-hmm. thought they told him not to do it. No, he did it. They he knew did. he was gonna do it too, yeah. I didn't notice it. I didn't see it either, but I see it. It throws that, me um, off like when white people take knees because it just look like they just maybe he's tired. I don't know. Yeah, he just tying a shoe. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> tying my shoe with Samus and Rans and Rans and Rans and Stand Rans Venus and Serenus and Manus and Venus and Venus and Penises and Venus and Deep. Because that's how he raps now, I guess. Yeah, that's how I used to rap. Huh? That's how I used to rap. Nah, he, he be doing that now. Remember that freestyle he did recently talking about Trump? Mm-mm. That shit was whack. That's funny. Yeah, I got I got love for him, but that flow he was talking about, he's like, in the bananas and ranus and vanus and fantasy. <laughs> You're just a phantom in a band. I'm in the sand. I'm a phantom, a phantom, a phantom, a phantom. <laughs> Adam Sandler in the back of the random. <laughs> Chris Delia is a, is a fool. <laughs> uh, bananas and bandanas. 
Yeah. That was, no, that was, I think it was dope, man. I think all of them sounded really good, too. Yeah. Like, um, a lot of times, not in the Super Bowl, and these guys are professionals, but a lot of times you'll be seeing these uh, Rolling Loud performances and all, all these other performances where they just rapping over they, the, the tracks or whatever. Right. Like, everybody sounded sounded legit in the dancers the whole like uh the background dancers and the band the low riders anderson pack go out there hop on the drums yes lord yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was at the super bowl yes lord <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was dope though man yeah. the low riders they embodied everything riders, yeah but i think like if you really want to if you want to like i think what they missed up there um I think they could have played a Nipsey. Like they, they, they came. The Rams came out the Nipsey, mm. but I think if you rep him during the Super Bowl, that would have been better. Yeah, like just in the middle of it, just get everybody hyped. Last time that I checked, yeah. you put that shit in there too. Mm-hmm. Like just embody all the West Coast. Like, cause dude, you gotta understand. Like I said, this is in L.A. Yeah, you only get this one shot. You got the Rams playing in L.A. on the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. What I did like too is on the, uh, the 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 ground they had this big old tarp that had like the L.A. hoods on it. You see that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it had like all the hoods like s- sketched out, which mm-hmm. I thought was dope. Yeah, no, that's dope. Yeah. yeah, I think overall it's dope. Shout out to Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre is like Ooh, like an idol of mine. I think he's just an amazing like artist and producer. So I think it's just dope to see. And I, it kind of sucks that he's he's kind of on the tail end of his career, but he's still. He still put out quality music to this day, but um, yeah, it's just he, he it's said that super still got a cuff in the crease, still not loving police. Yeah, he said that. Yeah, I I guarantee you, there's gonna be some right wing outlets that are going after that, like Dr. Dre um, belittled the police department during the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's like the problem with like liberal and conservative outlets is they always look for some way to spoil the fucking fun. Yeah, if you don't like hip hop, change the fucking channel because most people like rap. Mm-hmm. Okay, so just fucking chill, dude. Yeah, like oh, somebody. I remember I, I posted something and some dude was like, "I hated the Super Bowl and that and that whack ass rapper halftime show." It's like shut the fuck up. Yeah, that was fire. Shut up, you. dog. I wouldn't even have. I, I don't entertain that. I don't tend. To, I don't tend to call things whack that I don't partake in. For example, if it's a country singer, let's say it's uh, Blake Shelton or whatever Kenny Chesney or whoever like that. I'm not a huge country fan. But I know talent when I hear it. If, if if objectively I'm not the hugest fan of 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 country, and I listen to them sing, I'm like that motherfucker can sing. Mm-hmm. He's got talent. Yeah. But I'm not gonna be like fucking country sucks. I hate it. Yeah. It's like, dude, just shut up. Yeah, it's not that big of a. It's deal. It's not that big of a deal, man. Also, shout out to uh, Janae Aiko. Yeah, she, Janae. You know, yeah. She's a, from uh, L.A. Yeah, she's an L.A. native, so that's that's a good look for her. I, w- I wonder what other things they could have embodied the Super Bowl with that were LA. LA. I'm trying to think. Uh, and the only things, man, I bet you they told him. I, it would have been crazy if Snoop Dogg would have hit the blunt up there. <laughs> he ain't hitting no blunt on Blaze national TV up. like that. Blaze it Heck up. nah. That's a BET Awards, maybe. Off. Yeah, I'm lifting it up. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> My life, your life, nigga, living it up. <laughs> nah, he the first nigga to crip walk on the Super Bowl. Nah, though. that was fire. For sure. I was like, he crip walking. The, crips, the, is, the crips is up right now. I don't yeah. know y'all, the Bloods. Y'all got to figure something out. Yeah, the Bloods just did a drive by after seeing that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we shooting these. Fuck this. Crips we have one right now. Oh man. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's dope. The Lowriders is on there. That was so dope, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the only thing they was missing though, they missing so it's so much more LA culture. They could have had, um, I don't know what else. It's so many things in LA, man. Mm-hmm. You could have had uh, somebody uh, doing tattoos during a uh, halftime show. <laughs> I didn't see one taco. It truck wasn't up really. There. It was LA, but it was it was more so like LA combined with because uh, Dr. Dre is not really from LA. He's from Compton. But it was like L.A., but it was really Dr. Dre's like umbrella or Dr. Mm-hmm. Dre's family tree. So that's why you have like a Eminem and a Mary J. Blige and a Fifty Cent. Yeah, man. I'm saying, look, they was missing. They was missing. Ta- they should have had at least one taco truck up there. Yeah, uh, they ain't had no street dogs. You know what I'm saying? You had yeah, no street hot dogs wrapped in bacon. Definitely need some of those. I ain't seen no bacon wrapped hot dogs. We talking about L.A. right? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Nothing with nobody selling nothing with no fruit out there. Mm-hmm. We got they they had the low riders. I didn't see no pit bulls up there. I was waiting for uh, <laughs> I was waiting for Kendrick Lamar to be like, uh, "We stand by you, Isaiah Rashad." Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh man! It would have wake up. I was under some 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 for the bacon. Oh man, yeah, uh, he did a good job though, man. He he was it was real short for Kendrick Lamar, but that was really dope. Mm-hmm. Um, Eminem did decent. Yeah, Eminem did, a good and it job. was very convenient. You know, if you had one shot, and it's a Super Bowl, I felt the song was very fitting to yeah. the to the tone of the game. Yeah, that was what the that was what the juice the Rams needed to come out and get the victory. Yeah, was man, that lo- it was lose yourself. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was dope how when Eminem got up there and he started doing it, everybody ran up with the sweatsuit. With the, the sweatsuit sweat on. on, yeah, yeah. that was dope. That's so dope. Just I, the whole like choreography of of everything was dope. How like everyone had their own section, and then even the 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 way it was set up, it had like uh like a like a almost like not a skyline literally, but like a barber shop, and then like a uh a different store right here and then on top is dr dre with the soundboard because you know he infamous for like mixing turning knobs on the um on the the uh, ssl and stuff like that so i could just see exhibit popping up there like what's up la i'm about to pimp your ride (laughs) 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 one lucky fan i'm a pimp your ride (laughs) you know they always had a backstory all right, so right now my boy Jared said he a virgin, right? <laughs> he ain't getting no play from the ladies, but we about to pimp his ride. <laughs> they bring his ride up. Oh my God, they yeah, you gonna get a lot of pussy with this ball. So you wanna be a player? Yeah, but your wheels ain't fly. Yo, what's up, Jared? Normally we pimp rides, but I'm a pimp your hoe because she ugly. You get her like double D's and a and a BBL. <laughs> We put some fake titties on your hoe. <laughs> we got a BBL. <laughs> oh, man. That'd be crazy. We put a BBL on your ride. <laughs> this the first car to have a prosthetic ass on it. <laughs> oh, man. It'd be that big dude. You know that dude, Dame, that big black dude? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, so what we did here, we put a fake ass on the back of your car. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be acting all surprised. 
What was that black dude that was like the nerd, the one that would always put like TVs? That yeah, he put TVs on car, like TVs in places that shouldn't. So what we did right here was we put a fourteen inch monitor on your rims. Yeah, so everybody could see you going down the street. Mm-hmm. You know, and since you're a, since you're going to be a tech student and you're really you know you're really into the metaverse and crypto, what we <laughs> did is is this whole thing, this whole car. It's not really a car. It's actually an NFT. <laughs> yeah, turn that into- <laughs> they used to always try to like connect it to their own yeah. personal stories. Yeah. Yeah. So we know that you like dogs and you have a pit bull that you rescue. So what we did is we took we took a bunch of um, dog shit and we, <laughs> we put it in the paint. We sprayed the paint onto your car so you can always have dogs with you wherever you go. <laughs> That was comedy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Mm-hmm. What about the commercials? Oh. My God. Dude, yeah. what I can say that this was a very tech-heavy year. Yeah, for sure. They were shoving electric cars down our fucking throats. I don't want nothing shoved Every down my company. Mm-hmm. Every company. They were shoving cars down our throats like, ha, ha, ha. There was GM had an electric car, Chevy had an electric car, BMW had an electric car, and Kia. Mm -hmm. And it was Polaris or something. It was another another brand that I wasn't too familiar with. It's like, and and maybe because the Super Bowl was in LA, Mm -hmm. maybe, you know, because, you know, fucking Newsom is pushing the agenda to have everything electric by 2033, Mm -hmm. right? This Super Bowl is going to be marked as the one that literally, like, where technology started to really change on a like a big scale mm-hmm. because there's so many fucking electric cars. It was a, and a Tesla commercial too. It was a Tesla one. Yes, it was a Tesla commercial too. Man, so that that's five different electric cars, man, that's fully wild. electric. Mm-hmm. You know, they also were heavy in crypto. They had some yeah, crypto trading. crypto commercials popped up, trading platforms and stuff like that. LeBron was in the uh, was in a crypto commercial, crypto.com commercial. Mm-hmm. That was pretty dope. Just it having was. him with his younger self. Yeah, yeah. It's so crazy. I was I was watching. Uh, you know, one day they're gonna really put a LeBron James documentary together, which is gonna be super crazy. But um, LeBron, obviously, he's a great um, one of the greatest basketball players ever. But like, he's pretty much always been great. They had this thing when he was 16 and he was like, they were like describing him as the nappy headed kid. Like, oh, you know, the little nappy head, like the little sophomore or whatever. Like he dope. He legit. And then they just show him out here and he's like balling on all the number one players in the country and stuff. So I was like, man, that was just crazy to see. But it was just weird seeing that. I think that was like a pretty cool commercial. Just kind of tie him to his childhood and then kind of like bring it full circle, talking about the future and investing in crypto and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it was dope. And he was at the game like with 30 chains on and some Versace and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was a uh, it was a good game, man. It was a good game. It was just, a, just the atmosphere. Everything about it was dope. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but the commercials besides that, the only one I seen that was decent because the commercials pretty much sucked. It wasn't no great ones. The only one that stuck out to me was the meta one was the it was like the metaverse one. Oh, um, with the they. It was like a almost like a Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, yeah. It was like imagine like this very old, like antiquated, um, uh, like idea of how child like pizza parlors should be. Yeah, they used to have electronic little uh, characters, and they yeah. would be a band, and then the kids would go up and watch and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But basically, it's like a bunch of these characters that get 
like they get aged out and then they remove them from this place that they thrived in and they move them all over the place and use them as props like they stand them in a place and use them for you know it went to a um a thrift store Mm -hmm. and then from the thrift store it ended up like going to like a dump yeah and then it was in like a uh not like a almost like a theme like a uh what's this what's the spot we're talking about the 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 museum you know what's no in bakersfield by uh, burger king um, the uh, it's like a arcade. They got the race track and stuff like that. Oh, Camelot. Yeah, kind of like a Camelot. If you're from Bakersfield, like a Camelot Park, and then they just had the character sitting there, you know, and yeah. yeah. And then eventually it ended up in a trash can, and somebody saved it. Yeah, no, not in trash can. It ended up in a in a in like a car crusher. They were about to crush it, mm. and the lady said, "Stop, no!" And then she used that as like whatever. And then one of the like there was a bunch of people that had those those little things you put. Is it Oculus? <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, that Oculus things on his eyes, and then the guy was playing with it, and then he went home, but he put the Oculus thing on one of those stuffed animals, mm-hmm. and then the stuffed animal like literally went back, like almost he was in the metaverse, mm-hmm. but he was playing on the Oculus Rift thing. Yeah, and he was like, like in his glory days. Yeah, I guess the theme of that is like, if you're not cool in real life, use Oculus. Pretty much, and you could be cool. Pretty much. Yeah, you know, if you want, you want us to pimp your ride. You know? <laughs> They said some some there was some case where some girl um oh she yeah got assaulted in yeah the, they said she the got metaverse. assaulted in the in the uh the, in the metaverse people weird dog how the fuck does that happen how do you abuse somebody virtually I don't know man that's some crazy stuff people I, are really sick yeah I no, I'm just saying like how do you get abused how's that possible and how do people do it I I don't know I I don't know I don't know I haven't been in there but I think the pre- people doing that is just weird. Yeah, what's weird too is imagine, I don't know. Is it like The Sims or something? Are people fucking on there? I don't know if you can have sex. Yeah, I don't know, man. I wonder if you could catch like a virus or like some sort of STD in there. That'd be crazy. Mm-hmm. You fuck around and catch some fucking virus from the from the uh, metaverse. Damn, they should act, they should implement that just so people ain't acting too crazy. You know, it'd be crazy. What if your ass got an STD in real life and in the metaverse? That would suck. You just a the, meta, the metaverse is supposed to you're supposed to be able to start over. I don't know. You might just be a dirty motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the new wave, though. You know, Shit is crazy, like, yo. Yeah. I'm old enough. At the age of 36, I'm old enough to see the world and the internet change. I remember back in the day, we had a dial-up internet. That motherfucker said, mm-hmm. tying up the phone lines. Yeah, you couldn't. If somebody was on the phone, you couldn't even use the fucking internet. Yeah. Or you would hear, like, uh, what, static? Mm-hmm. Like, Remember all those free trials? Yeah, we would abuse. The fr- I still abuse free trials to this day. But back in the day, I for sure, you get the little disc or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Yahoo, you got mail. Yeah. You Dang. got mail. The in- internet access is just everywhere now. But that back in the day, it was like, you would just hope your parents would pay for some internet. Back in the day, internet porn wasn't like videos. It was just like pictures. Yes, images, yeah. You'd be like, oh shit. It's- It'd be loading hella slow too. You'd be like... Trying to bust when the when you see a little bit of areola. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, there's some titties on here. <laughs> you know it'd be crazy, and we might get canceled for this. Imagine if like how how slow it loaded, and it was just like, eh, eh, you see the eyes, you'd be like, dang, she look good. Eh, eh. You start to see the lips, like, dang, she got some big old lips. Eh, it go down a little bit more. You start to see some titties, and they go down a little bit more. Eh, 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 eh. And then you realize it's a trans woman. Oh, you'd be like, no. God damn. Your point. nut would jump back in. No. 
<laughs> edit point. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. But yeah, man, I don't know where the fuck we was going with that. But yeah, the commercial for the most part was very tech heavy. Mm-hmm. Very very tech heavy. Lots mm-hmm. of electric cars. Um Yeah, that's I, in a way. I don't want to say it's a California pushing an agenda thing. I don't want to say that. Um but who knows? It could be maybe because it's California, and they really do want to get electric cars on the road. But but those commercials play after. This is like the beginning of the new commercial rollouts. Yeah, if that makes sense. So they play it. They premiere them at the Super Bowl, and then they just kind of play the rest of the, the rest of the year. Yeah, that's true. They're gonna mm-hmm. do that. You know, mm-hmm. what better stays than the Super Bowl? Yeah, you got Spend to millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. That's but um, yeah, it was it was a, a pretty entertaining. Obviously, if you're a fan of football, you would have wanted to uh, would it would have wanted your team to be playing. Um, but you know, can't can't win them all. You can find me in the club, bottle full of bud. Mommy, I got what you need and wanted to fill the bud. <laughs> I'm into eating snacks, I ain't into making love. So come give me a hug, if you're into getting rubbed. Come give my stomach a rub. <laughs> When it rolled 20 deep It's only problems in the club <laughs> You know what's funny is On his second album He drew the uh, drew The, the definition Yeah Yeah so he should've did that In real life Yeah he tried to be upside down Like in the video Yeah That was It was dope But it's just It was It's just When we see celebrities We don't see them every day right. So If uh, If I happen to get a little chubby um, Eddie would probably notice it, but it would be harder to detect because, right. like, I'm seeing you seeing me every single day or whatever. Right. But when we see a guy like Fifty Cent, and even you know they were talking about Lauren London, when we see him, we only see him every few months or yeah. you know every so often. So we just be like, "Damn, you gain you know however many pounds." But yeah, it's crazy. Can I be your best friend? <laughs> I want you around all the time. I want you around me all the time. <laughs> Promise you'll share your snacks. Now, Fifty could Fifty could have honestly did that show by himself. Yeah, like, he got so many hits, especially Bro, those first two albums. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Fifty, Fifty, especially G on it was everything in yeah. the early two thousand. We talk about two thousand. Uh, three, uh, 2003 to like 2005 G unit was everything mm-hmm. I had a, I had all the G unit t-shirts back yeah. then you, I wanna be your it's lover. so crazy you, which you realize how powerful especially after Dr. Dre stopped being an active rapper when he just started stamping people as the producer yeah. or the executive right. it was like that's all you needed I think the only and not to, no disrespect to Anderson Pack, but the only one that didn't like go crazy, crazy would have to be Anderson Pack. But yeah. it's a little bit different because he's more of a yeah. you know, more of a singer and stuff. Let's, yes, Lord, <laughs> Dr. Dre. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Dre. <laughs> <laughs> so what we did is we pimped Anderson Pack's ride. We just told him to shut the fuck up and sit out in your new ride. <laughs> Yo, exhibit when he used to show up to the like, you know when he used to show up to the door for Pimp My Ride? Mm. And people would always it would be like a I don't know if it was fake or was an overreaction. Yeah. They would be just jumping all over him. A lot of guys would be doing it too. Yeah. Yeah, it was probably fake. Yeah, it's probably, probably fake. Because you hear about the horror stories of Pimp My Ride mm-hmm. about how it's all fake. Like they own they don't do anything to the motor. They leave that same fucked up motor in it. Yeah. And and even the body work and shit that they did was shoddy. Uh-huh. And a lot of the, this one girl, she got her car done and she said it was a nightmare afterwards. It had a bunch of electrical problems and shit. Mm-hmm. That's fucked up. Uh, that's crazy. So, it's you know, entertainment. West Coast Customs, because they weren't making 
a lot of money. Basically, they made a lot of money doing real jobs for people's cars. Mm-hmm. But for Pimp My Ride, to say they make no money, they just got a bunch of scrap and junk parts to put mm-hmm. on these cars. I believe it. That's a fucked up. I, like, I would also want to hear like the good the good stories, though. Yeah. Because, I mean, you know, it's just like a review for any type of thing. But they always made <clears throat> a lot of the stories were fabricated. Mm-hmm. Like one dude said he had a girlfriend. Right. And then he was overweight. And he said, yeah, my man here is a little bit insecure. He ain't got no girlfriend. Like and the dude really had a girlfriend. But because <laughs> he was overweight, they made up a story saying that he was insecure and he didn't have a girlfriend. Yeah. That's fucked up. He's like, That's TV, man. That's TV. Mm-hmm. So my man right here. We about to pimp his ride. He retarded, but we gonna get it right. We're like, wait a minute, dude. This guy sounds he doesn't sound like anything wrong. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. So my man right here, he been in the closet. So what we did is put a closet in his car. <laughs> what? Oh man. We heard you like butt stuff. <laughs> So since you like anal, what we gonna do? We put some. We just the back of your car got a bunch of lube everywhere. <laughs> oh man. Anyways, all right. Switching gears. Valentine's Day. Um, Valentine's Day will be tomorrow, which is Monday, and a lot of people all over America will be spending Not today. A, huh? Today. What do you mean? When they're hearing it. Yeah, when they're hearing it. But yeah. it's Sunday. As we stated, we we recorded right yeah. after the Super Bowl. I'm just trying to give you guys a realistic timestamp. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, stop interrupting me, Keith. All right. Okay, I'll call the people on you. All right. <laughs> um. Yeah. But yeah, Valentine's Day. People are spending a lot of money on it, and I just seen an article right here, and it says Valentine's Day gifts. How much will we spend on the day of love? Um. Whether you whether, what to say. Whether you are a singleton or all loved up, the most romantic day of the year is creeping up on us again, Valentine's Day. And with it comes a desire to reach into our pockets and shower our loved ones with romantic gestures and gifts. For many of us, the day means spoiling our beloved with breakfast in bed, a delicious dinner, and presenting them with chocolates, flowers, and gifts. For retailers, it's just the first it's the first big spinning frenzy with all the hubbub of the holiday, whatever. Let's get into what they're going to spend. And it was America spent $21.8 billion on Valentine's Day in 2021. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money, dude. Mm -hmm. The average American spent almost $164.76 in 2021. That's a lot of money. The average American spent $164 on Valentine's Day? Yeah. What are they buying? I don't know. Probably some sex toys. Ah, so wild. Babe, I got you this new dildo. It's the Vibration 3000. <laughs> it goes everywhere. Yeah. So when I'm at work, you know, you get to handle your business. I think most people just need to hire somebody to have sex with their girl because they know oh, it's, not, work- my it's God. not working out for them. You get home. This is Deshaun. Who the fuck is this? <laughs> Who let him in the house? What the fuck, man? <laughs> <laughs> Get this nigga the fuck out of here. There is a gift that I've seen that's really interesting. I heard it on the Flagrant 2 podcast. Shout out to Andrew Schultz and Akash Singh, all right? Um, they, got, they basically talked about it on their, um, you know how they do the ads, the ad reads? Mm-hmm. And it's called Clap Cleats. Basically, what this shit that's is. A good name. What this shit is, is a pair of socks, right? And this is what this is the purpose behind clap cleats. I'm not making it up. You could go to their website or look them up on Instagram. This is a real thing. 
what clap cleats are are socks that have these rubbery like grip things that grip onto either carpet or hardwood flooring and they're made for men that when you hit the doggy style you won't lose your footing mm-hmm. that is literally what these socks are for <laughs> So if you've ever been in the act of sex and you're slipping all over the place and your feet and your or your socks flip upside down around your foot, mm-hmm. these socks are made to keep you firmly planted in the ground when you're hitting it from the back. That is literally the purpose of these, and these are selling out like crazy on Valentine's Day. Oh, so cool. Yeah, I think it's cool, but what sucks for some women is is they're going to be into it, and then he going to bust. <laughs> nah, that doggy style hit different. Yeah, it's going to be hitting way different when you ain't <laughs> slipping around, too. That's just going to be a fast nut, bro. <laughs> <laughs> She'd That's like, funny. It was really good. I mean, it was two minutes, but like it was it was better than the last time. It was a good two minutes. It was a better two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> it was better than last time. It's better than last time. Yeah, that's cool. Maybe uh, how much? You know how much they cost? I'm not sure. You would have to visit their website. Mm. But yeah, yeah, people are spending a lot of money on a lot of shit. Um, and and fellas, please, please stop um proposing on Valentine's Day. Stop this shit. Just stop. Mm-hmm. You know why? I'll tell you why. If you propose on days like Valentine's Day, we just seen a Ram safety. He just proposed to his girlfriend mm-hmm. after he won the Super Bowl. Yeah. And it's like the reason why you got to stop doing this shit is because you are pushing that woman into a position where she can't say no. <laughs> she is in a position where she can't say no. Yeah. If you propose in front of a woman at a restaurant on Valentine's Day, she can't tell you no. That's that's. That's not really the case, though. Most people that propose, it's a it's a conversation like it's like, you know, you're thinking about getting married already. I don't I don't know too many situations where a guy is just like they could be arguing and, you know, yelling at each other for like four months straight. And what do you think? Why do you think I just said to stop asking women to marry you in these situations? But women love that, though, man. That's a generalization. You see how excited that girl was when he proposed to her at the Super Bowl? Women's feelings change like the fucking weather. That's true. You know, they could be like, I don't I think I might break up with him. I don't know. <laughs> and he's like, Will you marry me? Yes. Yes, I marry yeah. you. Yeah. Women's emotions, like they could be wanting to break up with you and then you take them to this great restaurant and then everything's good and there's fucking two hundred people at this restaurant and you get on your knee. She ain't gonna say no to that. I don't think a woman is going to... I think a woman rarely ever says no anyway. There's a exactly. ring. It's a it's a whole thing. This so is I what, don't know if the Super Bowl or... This is the woman's fantasy, which she's all... Like, a lot of them have always dreamed of. Yeah, for sure. Like, if I'm going to te- if I'm gonna ask you to marry me, it's going to be in the most unlikely situations. We could be sitting down binge-watching Netflix. I'll be like, baby, I want you to marry me. Yeah. And they'll be like, excuse me? I'll be like, I want you to marry me. I want you to... I'm serious. And then they'll be like, oh, my God. So and it, it makes it easier for her to say no if you're watching Netflix. Yeah, I just want to get a real fucking emotion. Yeah. I don't no, wanna, I'm going I, all I, out. I, I never want to coerce a, a woman into marrying me. That's like coercion. If you got, look, bro. A if, ring is coercion, though. No, the action is coercion. It can be. Imagine <clears> if you if you fucking go to a restaurant and you, you pay a, a top dollar. It's Valentine's Day. You got a fucking mariachi band and shit. You got a, you got a live band. You got people singing to your girl and shit. And then mm-hmm. you get on your knee. But what I'm saying is that it's, it's, not, it's not that random. It's not like um, 
the girl doesn't know in some capacity that they're planning on getting married. I know, like, uh-huh. I know people that know it's just a matter of time. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm just waiting for my, I can't wait for him to propose to me. I, I, I don't know how he's going to do it, but, uh, you know, I wish he would hurry up. That kind of thing. So when it happens, it's like, of course they're going to say, yeah. Yeah. But I think very rarely is it a thing where it's just a complete and utter surprise. Yeah, I know. I just want it, me, me personally, I, I just want it to be a real feeling. Like, I want to feel it. And be like, you know what? I gotta marry this woman. Like, but she, what about what the woman wants, though? I mean, you don't know. Women don't know what the fuck they want. They be knowing, like, they be knowing that they want a. Women don't know what they want to eat. Elaborate proposal. Women know? don't know what they want to eat for dinner, man. That's why <laughs> it's important for men to lead a lot of times. I think I'm not saying that, I'm not saying that women have no clue of where their life's going. I'm just saying in certain situations, it's better for a man to lead and not ask no questions or not care too much what she thinks. I'm sorry, because when it comes down to it, if you say, hey, babe, what do you want to eat? They're like, I don't know. Oh, do you want to try this place? No, I'm not really hungry. You want to try this place? No, I don't really want that. Just fucking get whatever and bring it back. Don't even ask her. Yeah. That's, it's, cer- it's certain times you might, you better off doing that. Yeah, but I think that sometimes you can do what a woman wants. Like oh, if she 100%. Wants a, if she wants some type of special proposal, uh, I think that's for A hundred percent. But first of all, no, I'm not listening to you to tell me how to propose to you. I'm doing it the way I want to. It's for her, though. Fuck you're all the, that. You're getting the ring for her. I'm, am I supposed to ask her for directions? Okay, so how would you like for me to produce? Fuck all that. As a man, it is up to you to lead that situation and say, look, I'm going to do this. If I do this shit at a gas station, it's still a proposal. But I think I think it's a conversation, though. You don't have to do it exactly like word I'm for not word talking for to you. What, what, she, what she wants, but. Some yeah. people, some people, the reason why you're, I don't agree with you mm-hmm. at all is because some people want their family around. Like if, if, um, if a girl's like, Hey, like I, you know, I don't care what you do or whatever, but I would just like my best friend to be there. I would just like my mom or dad to be there. So I don't, that's why I, I don't agree. I think they need to be in on it in some capacity. And you could obviously as a man, you could do, you could create whatever scenario you want to, but some people just like to be, you know, those events to be, uh, you know, special to them as well. Yeah, I don't. The reason why I disagree is only because I don't want you thinking every time we're with your family that I'm a fucking propose to your ass. I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck all that. Mm-hmm. Like we could, like if we're all hanging out and I don't feel like I want to do it. If I feel, if I feel, at the end of the day, a proposal is basically saying, "Will you marry me?" It doesn't fucking matter where it happens. Who it happens in front of. I'm not marrying your daddy. I'm not marrying your mama. I'm not marrying your cousin. I'm marrying you. So when I'm out with you somewhere and we're having a good time, I'm like, fuck this. I need to marry this woman. I'm going to get on my knee right now. I know. It's not that sporadic, though. I know we're John's Incredible Pizza, but I need to marry this woman right fucking now. <laughs> now, we need women to chime in. What do y'all... Hit, hit, hit Eddie on his uh, Instagram and, and hit me share on my your DM. Opi- opinion about hit this. Hit me on my DMs. I just, I my think- opinion is that it should be a moment. It should be a conversation that you know the couple has prior to getting engaged. I think the man should use his creative juices and you know figure out like where you know where what scenario and stuff like that but um i think it should definitely be a, a conversation i, I think beforehand. that i think we're making an assumption that every man plans this out i think that a, for a lot of men you're it, buying it, a ring you have yep. to plan it out well not well what i'm saying is sometimes it's more sporadic. look i know dudes who have proposed after doing a 16-hour shift working on an oil rig 
all day long and they go in they fucking uh they frs you know they, they got their big suit on from work they go and get the ring that fucking day yeah and go home that. and propose to their wife because it was on their heart yeah. Sometimes as men, it just weigh on our hearts. Like, man, this is a good woman, man. She didn't help me down. Yeah. I need to get this done now. You'll yeah. be on your knee with mud all over you from work, asking your wife if you if this really on your heart that much. Yeah, you, you'll do that. That's fine. I but also like it'd be like uh, I've taken literal propo- um, engagement photos, so mm-hmm. I understand like Got it's it. also a thought out, you know, a True. thought out, a well thought out thing. Sometimes. Yeah. So you seeing it from a different vantage point. Mm-hmm. So you you've seen it. I, I've you, seen it like that. I, my my boy proposed at um at the place where he met his girlfriend. I've seen it obviously like Christmas things where people propose at Christmas. Like you know, it's just different scenarios. Obviously that that's you know a, a scenario as well. Just somebody like man, but they I'm sh- that but that as as sporadic as that may sound, I'm sure he was pondering it for for a while. Me. Like man, if she not not if not a if then mm-hmm. statement but you know like dang she really held it down when i was you know sick or you know when she when my when my mom died she really you know stood by my side and made sure i was good and then you, you know, know honestly <laughs> when it maybe it's just my brain but if i'm going to propose to you i don't want you to have any fucking clue what's going to happen i don't want you to have an inkling i don't want you to have an idea that i'm doing anything yeah i, I want, don't I, but i don't even think the conversation leads to it i i just think it's uh you doing your due diligence it's also like you know speaking to the dad or you know speaking to the family like hey i'm thinking about propose you know it's just like a tradition in a sense yeah yeah i guess and divorce is a tradition too because i've seen a lot of those but um sure (laughs) Mm -hmm. but no man i I get it bro i get Mm -hmm. it i think in the course of conversation because a lot of times women will pick your brain just to see where like if you were to propose to me like where would you do it or they ask you stupid questions like what do you like about me and do you tell them like really like what do you really like about me and it's like yeah, oh my like, god i hate this, those questions this so fuck just just shut up please but also yeah. women also want to want to have input on their the type of ring that they uh that you get them to what about me marrying you what's more important this fucking ring of me marrying you That's- i mean you're buying it anyways what i'm saying is like you know, you you would at least it's just it's just like um, you know if your woman is getting you any sort of gift, like say say for example you're a Niners fan and your and your girl gets you like um, a Dallas Cowboys jersey or something. It's just like what I'm saying is I'll if you're buying if you're buying it anyways, you might as well buy something that she that she actually likes. I, that's that's apples and oranges. That's that's just the absence of thought. If you get me a fucking Dallas jersey and you know I'm a Niners fan. That's but women just, like certain cuts of rings. I'm saying like they they have a real opinion. You're going to buy it anyway. A ring so is why not a, a ring is not a sports team, Keith? I'm saying you're <laughs> if you're buying a say a, you have like an oval shaped diamond or something like right. that, and they like a more of a you know diamond different cut or whatever. It's like why are you why would you spend x amount of dollars on something that she doesn't actually like you know why not buy you're buying it anyways why not buy the thing that she actually i agree likes? but do you like me though are we, we getting married for a fucking ring or are we getting married because you love me what's the objective in this whole thing that's the thing about it i think that we we take too much time to be like and trust me you got a woman you love and you got the money i'm willing to break the bank on her for sure then it'll be a little more inclusion but my thing is, instead of talking to your wife or your girlfriend, I'm going to go talk to her friend. Yeah, I, that's fine. I, I'm going to go get her friend to get all the information from me 
behind my girl's back and say, hey, what is she like? Can you have make up a fake conversation and see what she likes? Yeah, and that's then, a conversation they've had before. Yeah, yeah, so I could get the information from her homegirl and her homegirl won't say nothing. Yeah, that's fine. I'm just saying you should know, though. I don't, if Even if you're not asking the girl, I'm just saying that's, yeah. a, that's a thing that I'm just speaking to you from a perspective of what women think i know they have yeah. like conversations like oh girl i like this type of ring i like this type of ring yeah. this is what i told my boyfriend that i want you know if slash when it does happen yeah that's so. true women are very complex beings though they will say one thing and mean completely the next like yeah. we we all we all know this fellas women i think they will- know what they want in terms of like wedding slash this is something that they've been thinking about their since they were kids like you know it's yeah. a it's a dream for a woman like it, it could be a woman could like have been single for five six years straight and she knows exactly what color she wearing to her wedding she knows exactly what type of ring she wants she knows exactly who she wants to be there like this weddings is are for well, women well thought out yeah. weddings are for women yeah for sure i don't i don't agree with that either it I is think, they are i've well, heard it from from many men who are married because men could go sign a fucking paper and be done with it. But Schultz said the same thing, and then when he got there, he was like, yo, this is amazing. Yeah. Well, mainly, I think mainly because the stimulus, the stimulus of all your friends and family and all these people that love you that are there, I think it's an awesome event. But the event is not... When I, that's when I talked about the ring thing. Like, the ring and the size of it and the shape of it, are we... Do you fucking love me? Or do you love me? That's the basis. That's the the meat and potatoes of the relationship or the marriage or the proposal. Do you love me? Okay, cool. Boom. We getting married. Now the ring thing, because you care about her, that's great. But that is not a, de- a, a deal breaker. The marriage. I know people who went and just signed the fucking paper and didn't have no big wedding. And yeah. they're still married to this day. Yeah. So we all have different ways, but I just I just think that the whole idea of all the money spending one hundred and eighty thousand dollars and paying payments and all of that, it's like, damn. That's yeah. all, you hear about Steve I already told you about Steven Jackson, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I don't know if I mentioned that story on here. Yeah, we talked about that we multiple did. times. Yeah, he yeah. kept trying to get his uh fiance to sign a fucking prenup. Mm-hmm. And then she kept putting it off, putting it off to the day of the wedding. He said, baby, I love you, but I need you to sign this. And she she got basically still didn't try. try she tried to go up there and get married without signing it. And then he had to leave her because she was trying to get him for his paper. That's wild. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy, bro. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the women, though. Like, shout out to the women that um, that are not like that, that genuinely want to get married. They just love they partner. They just love the dude they mm-hmm. wish. Shout out to y'all. It's bro. all it's all a tradition though. So I think yeah. I think for me, um if 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 I'm just following the tradition, I'm gonna just follow the tradition. Cause even mm-hmm. even getting married is a tradition. You don't even have to get married. If you want to just yeah. be lifelong partners, you could do that. Yeah. In some ways it's an outdated custom. Cause we one of the only people that still get married like that. Like it's other people in other countries that that do that, but like when you think about it, it's low key kind of a. I don't even want to call it outdated. I think that's. I think that thought process is more American, if anything, like yeah. a more modern American take. Yeah, where people are people may not be um, with the tradition of getting married because I mean you got to think there are other countries that are far more religious than America. You know, whether it's like Muslims or. Uh, you know, other Catholic countries and stuff like that. My Jewish. problem comes in though. My problem comes in to where the government is involved 
Yeah. Like we're married and it's all like a legal. Yeah, it's a legal document. It's a legal documented mm-hmm. thing. It's like, dude, why do you got to track everything I'm doing, motherfucker? Yeah. You got to make, you got to you gotta make sure our incomes are this much mm-hmm. and then we gotta file as married and it's like yo yeah like why bro that's it, the thing that uh, that grinds my gears is the fact that everything we do we can't even use paypal or fucking venmo anymore without without joe byron trying to fucking tax us yeah it gets it gets tough though when it when you, when you have those lifelong partners and you're not married and you know somebody passes away or something mm. like that that's when it gets tricky you know, all yeah. that money just goes to and, somebody else. And they know that. They, mm-hmm. they they know that, like, what happens is is if you, you know, you if you're not legally bonded, you can't inherit yeah. this or the house won't go to you or, yeah. you know, uh, whatever, whatever it is. If he had a, a, a brick of five gold bricks that he wanted to give to his wife, they'd be like, no, they're actually going to his daughter because they're related through blood and you guys were yeah. not officially married. It's a lot of girlfriends that got screwed out of a lot of money. Yeah. I imagine. Yeah. Yeah. It's a that lot sucks. of it's a lot of it's a lot of um, younger women that dated 90 year old guys the way till they died and they didn't get a dime. Mm-hmm. All they got was old balls. Yeah. That's, that's the worst kind of balls. Imagine a woman that's like young trying to wait till God dies and they just get like 90 year old nuts. Ugh. Ooh, man. The saggy nuts. Yeah, just like. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden you get nothing. And you, yeah, you're not even in the wheel or nothing. You still eating ramen noodles. Yeah. And you just, and you probably f- low key famous. So you just famous and you know, you didn't get no money off of that. You're famous, for, famous for getting those old balls. Yeah. All those Hugh Hefner, uh, Playmates and Hugh Hefner was fucking to the day he died, bro. Good for him. They said in his casket he was still on hard. That's disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) Popping them, popping them Viagras. Hi, how you doing? My name is Hugh Hefner. (laughs) Yeah, Hugh Hefner, man, that dude. He had literally a house full of women. Yeah, that's the craziest shit ever. And he's famous for just having a lot of women around. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, he basically was like indirectly, like he was pimping low key. Yeah, I can see that. He had all kinds of women in there, and then a lot of the women had said, "Yes, I had sex with Hugh Hefner." A bunch of I I don't. There was a there was that girl's name that had a a reality. Her name is Kendra something. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. She had sex with Hugh Hefner too. Kendra Wilkins or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her 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 boyfriend played for the Colts. I thought he played on the Eagles. Nah, it, the Eagles and the Colts. Okay, yeah. Hank Baskett. Because he, he did Baskett. something. He had fumbled a uh, something. I remember he, he had a Yeah, he had a terrible play where he screwed up. I yeah. remember that, yeah. Yeah, Hank Baskett. Yeah, they was yeah they had a reality show and everything. Yeah, and then I guess he had found out she had sex with Hugh Hefner. What the fuck did you expect, man? Wait, he found out on the show? Oh, not, not only about on the show, he just found out off the record. Oh, I mean, he was one of the girlfriends. It was three girlfriends that he was. You know. Yeah. I don't know what you thought. Yeah, that's crazy, man. That is wild, though. Damn, he was old. He was still hitting that, man. I wonder when he stopped, like, he officially stopped having sex. Probably, yeah. like, 83, 85. I don't know if you, if you're, if you that freaky, if you that nasty, as a, you know, to have all them women around, I don't know if you ever stop. He probably had an oxygen tank, still getting pussy. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> No, it's slower than that. <laughs> Sound like Darth Vader on that pussy. Ah, uh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Flatline. Beep, beep, 
<laughs> that guy for sure legend. died. He for sure died in some pussy before. Huh? I said he for sure died in some pussy before. That'd be crazy. He had to get wake. He had to get CPR. Oh my god! I think he's gone. <laughs> Dick still hard. That's crazy. <laughs> Like all the blood that he needed to go through out the rest of his body <laughs> just went straight to his penis. <laughs> Damn. That was comedy. Where's a doctor when you need one? <laughs> yeah. Crazy. But yeah, Valentine's Day. Um, yeah, got- it's, it's, uh, sorry to cut you off. No, you're good. You're good. No, I was just thinking it's, uh, it's, um, it's one of those things that come around every year and we understand that it's just business. Yeah. You know, yeah. Restaurants go make sure they got, the rollout, they got the wine on deck, everything, yeah. yeah. I kind of, kind of, I won't say conflate, but I kind of put them all together and with these like fictional holidays. Yeah. Um, not really, like Christmas not a fictional holiday, but like Santa Claus, you mm-hmm. know, or like the Tooth Fairy. Yeah. You know, uh, you, you, you basically, it's like the, the idea of Santa Claus, like this fat white man is giving people free shit. Yeah. I just don't think that that's the real thing. Yeah, for sure. And then like, you know Santa can't be real. If mm-hmm. you live in the hood and you ain't got no chimney, mm-hmm. how's this motherfucker getting in your house? Yeah. Is he knocking on doors? Coming through a window. You know, how's how is Rudolph getting into apartment B? Okay. How's Santa Claus getting into projects in New York? Not even getting in there, but how is he getting in there and not getting robbed? How's he surviving? Yeah. Hey, yo, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> hey, yo, son. <laughs> <laughs> yo, Santa. Get that nigga, yo. <laughs> 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 oh no, they're shooting at me. Yeah. Ho ho ho. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's real. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, I, yeah. It's it's uh one of the things you posted which is kind of sad is those um those vendors, those Hispanic or Mexican vendors yeah. that be, you know, standing on the corner selling flowers. flowers. Those those are super convenient for people for guys that yes. don't put much thought into their relationship. Yes. To just pick up some flowers like, "Hey honey, I got you, you know." Bro, this well thought out gift that up. I got you. Hold up, are you? No, no, no. We're not gonna do that. If you see a vendor and they got what you need, that's not really not putting in effort. If you see some flowers and they selling fruit too, if I bring your girl fruit and flowers, she not gonna be happy with that. I'm not saying she's not gonna be happy. I'm saying as a guy, if you get off of work and you forget it's Valentine's Day and you see some guy on the corner with flowers and a bunch of other stuff and you pick it up, you didn't put much thought into it. Are you racist against Mexicans, Keith? No, I'm <laughs> possibly, yeah. <laughs> no, nah. yeah, they were pulling over. It was a Mexican guy. He was selling flowers, mm-hmm. and they fucking had handcuffs on yeah, him. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, dude, go arrest a fucking real criminal, dude. Why you got handcuffs on this man just trying to make a living? It's a lot of it's a, it's a lot of uh, actual stores and restaurants, fast food restaurants that have like a lot going on in there. Whether it's you know roaches and uncleanly yeah. unsafe it was it was some restaurant they shut down here in bakersfield that had uh the 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 um the meat temperatures were like too high or something like that bro the, the, a lot of the things we do people be scared of covid but the the, the shit that you've dealt with <clears throat> is way worse like if you grew up drinking tampico you shouldn't be scared of covid you made it through all them chemicals <laughs> tampico is disgusting tampico tastes like yo tampico tastes like it got like I don't know. Like it might, it might be the prequel to COVID. Tampico tastes like slavery. <laughs> Tampico. <laughs> I wonder who came up with the name. It's a country in South America. Uh, I think it's in Mexico or something like that. Really? Or a, I think it might be a, a country in Mexico. It might be a city in Mexico. Really? Tampico. Yeah. Is it is name? a city in Mexico. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. 
No way. But the company is from America. Wow. What'd you do with that Tampico that was sitting over here? Cultural appropriation. It's behind the um, thing. Oh, yeah. That shit is like straight slime, man. Yeah, it's disgusting, man. I, I, I don't know how, as a kid, I would drink that and think it was good. Yeah, that's not, that's not good. Captain Planet would, Captain Planet would not a. Uh, what do you call? He would not approve of Tampico. <laughs> I don't even know if that's vegan. That mug is so disgusting. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's definitely not eating there. Or it's not vegan friendly. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. <laughs> when water heart go planet with my powers combined, I still can't defeat Tampico. <laughs> the Tampico is like the monster. The, uh... Yeah, the Tampico is a monster, Captain Planet. <laughs> I don't know how old a lot of you guys are to listen, but if you're familiar with Captain Planet, he always fought a bad guy. Mm-hmm. You know what? Think about this, bro. Captain Planet was the first liberal superhero ever. He was probably gay too. Why you say that? Because he's liberal. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna fuck everybody. <laughs> Captain Planet. That was a dope ass cartoon, bro. That was a dope ass nah, cartoon. It was dope. And it had a message, which is like, you know, like the perfect um, combination because it was yeah. it was really pointing to like uh, um, global warming and, yes. you know, you know, you know, saving the plant deforestations and all exactly. that. Yeah, yeah, it was dope. He, look, Captain Planet was having conversations on that cartoon 30 years ago that people are having now. Ahead of its time. For Way sure. ahead of its time. Way ahead mm. of its time. Yeah. You know, and Captain Planet. But only thing is when Captain Planet will fight the, the bad guys, he'd be fucking the earth up worse. <laughs> it's like nigga, you killing the earth. <laughs> he just got rocks and shit flying everywhere. Like, hey, yeah. Captain Planet, man, that's a contradiction, bro. <laughs> uh, this guy is so crazy, bro. That's funny. Him yeah. and you know, not to bring a whole other person in it, but um Dr. Seuss was early on a lot of that. Um like the liberal uh agenda as far as like deforestation and stuff like the the lorax you know that that book is about um deforestation and stuff really dr seuss was the first to a lot of things he was right that's a racist shit he said too. for sure yeah he was like putting like he literally had a cartoon of selling black people yeah how do you feel about like them trying to retroactively cancel dr seuss we already talked about it yeah um I, i don't think it's i don't think it's just i think that um for for its time, we, we have to remember that uh, racism was as American as apple pie back then. Yeah. I'm not saying you, it's to be excused, but at the same time, I'm not going to cancel you for some shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I still like green eggs and ham, okay? Yeah. I, I mean, will not have them in a box. I will not mm-hmm. have them in a uh, with a fox. I will not have them here nor there. I will not have <laughs> them anywhere. I will not have green eggs and ham with you. Yeah. You know, what, you know what the crazy thing about the green eggs and ham, too, is, like, he had to keep telling you. That he didn't want green eggs and ham. Is that not assault in some way? Ah. Are you trying to coerce me? You're trying to coerce me into giving giving me green eggs and ham when I've told you no over and over? And he had to give you different scenarios in which he didn't want the, the green eggs and exactly. ham. Exactly. No means no. Yeah, right? that's facts. Yeah. And the thing about it, too, the only thing he did right was ask me for consent. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's real. I think... Um, I have a strange connection with Dr. Seuss because we have the same birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I think that um, we have to leave certain things in certain er- in eras, right? So, like in film school, you'll watch um, Birth of a Nation, not the not the new one with uh, Nat. What was his name? Nat Turner. 
Nat Turner, but um, the guy that acted in the movie. Oh. Parker or something. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Something Parker. I always get them screwed up because Nat Turner and then... Uh, Nate the guy, Parker. Nate Parker. Yeah, their names sound so similar, I always get them confused. But, um, but the original um, Birth of a Nation, I was in the early 1900s. Oh, that was a terrible one. Um, we watched that in film school. Um, the history of cinema because like it was so um at the time it was like avant-garde there was they were you know doing different camera movements and the way they were setting up shots and stuff like that so you almost have to learn it because um as a filmmaker you have to know like this is the the person that almost originated you know all of these different things so um the same thing i would say about dr seuss obviously like i think they just need maybe like uh it needs to be prefaced in some way, shape, or form. Like maybe if you put mm-hmm. a certain sticker on the new editions of the book or something like that, just to let them know, like, hey, this is this was this book was created in 1950, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, understand that this is the time. Uh, this was this is what was going on, and certain yeah. things were okay in this era. Yeah, things are history. Sometimes they're not always. <clears throat> They're not always to be taken offense from. Mm-hmm. Like uh, um, at Kern Oil here in Bakersfield. Kern Oil, they have a savage yard that's in the back. And um, I talked to a couple workers about it, too. Um, but if you drive savage in Savage yard might be racist. Well, no. Anyways. But no, that, I'm saying that's not a joke. Because, you, you know, they used to call Native Americans savages and stuff. Yeah. But if, what they call a boneyard, whatever they call it back mm-hmm. there, right? But they have a bunch of like old parts that are in that place, like mm-hmm. about, like old pipes and shit. Mm-hmm. They have a pipe back there that has a swastika on it. Mm-hmm. But that was before we actually had beef with Germany. Yeah. So that's when we actually, you know, we had, were exchanging goods and shit. And they had pipes that had swastikas on mm-hmm. them. You know, they repurposed it too. Yeah, they repurposed the swastika. Mm-hmm. The swastika was actually from. Uh, fuck! What culture or religion was it? Well, it wasn't Buddha. Was it? Yeah, Buddhist? Was it Chinese. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they repurposed it and turned that shit into hate like a motherfucker. They have swastikas on New Mexico State campus. Really? Yeah. Um. Obviously, the the original meaning is something completely different. But um, if you go into uh, some of the offices and stuff, they have certain things with the swastika. It's the like the the flipped version though. What do you, you mean? Know? The one that's sideways? I think when they repurposed it, they flipped it around. Oh, yeah, they did? Yeah, so it's like the OG. Like That's trash, though. <clears throat> like, how are you going to steal some shit and make it hate? <laughs> you can't even be original with your shit. Yeah. That's why I can't respect Hitler and none of them. Because they wasn't original? They wasn't original, and they was yeah. killing people. I feel you. But it's like, you, you trash, though, bro. Yeah. Like, you was racist, and you can't even get your own logo, bro? Pe- people also... Nah, go to was, Fiverr, bro. Go to Fiverr. Go to Fiverr, Hitler. Hitler what the fuck, a, yo? Dang. Just go to Fiverr, bro. Get That's somebody a to fire make Super Bowl commercial. What? With his Hitler. It's like, nine! And then he, like... <laughs> he, 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 get on, he, he get on the internet and go to Fiverr. <laughs> like, we don't speak that language, sir. I'm sorry. He get a logo for $35 and repurpose to, yeah, that's crazy. Oh, man. Nazis. That's wild. I feel bad for the casual people that come to this podcast. They're going to turn this off and cancel it. Yeah. Somebody pulling their hair out right it's now. It's like, oh, my God. I can't believe this it. This is a wild, the wildest episode we had in a while. But I can't that, believe it. You know the guy that was uh, saying he wanted to have dinner with Hitler? That football player? Oh, yeah, yeah. But, he, yeah, people he would have dinner with. He just didn't add any fucking context. Yeah. I, I just think when it comes to, this is just 
for anybody listening that, you know, wants to make any sort of public statements, just stay away from the whole Jewish Hitler Nazi conversation because you can't really win. And you're also not in it. It's like, you know, I think we should. It's okay to have conversations. It's okay to ask questions. It's okay to learn. But when you're making these grandiose statements about anybody's culture and race and stuff like that, just kind of, you know, stay out the way. You know, especially, you know, hearing Whoopi Goldberg, um, hearing this this guy, it's just like you you just you just can't win. So just stay away from those conversations. No, not at all. Yeah. Um, Even uh, what's his name, too? Huh? Um, Deshaun Jackson. What about him? He had he has people are what happened is is people make anti-Semitic comments only because they're stupid. I'm sorry. I hate to say this. They make anti. I would say they're ignorant more so than stupid. Wait, yeah, exactly. That's a better point. They're ignorant to the historical context of the Jewish struggle mm-hmm. or the uh, Holocaust, mm-hmm. right? And what happens is you make these statements not knowing they're connected to things. Yeah. So if I, I don't have all the background, but what I do know is when it comes to touching those topics, I choose not to do it. Yeah. I will stay on the outside of that conversation because I am not a historian. I am a podcaster and a truck driver. There are a lot of things I know a lot about. There's a lot of things I'm ignorant to. Mm -hmm. The things that I tend to be weaker in, I stay the fuck away from them. Yeah. But I do know a lot about pipes with swastikas on them. (laughs) Yeah. So let's talk (laughs) more about that. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, I'm kidding. All right. Switching gears. Um, Recent sex tapes. Um, Recently, Nelly... Nelly said it was accidental, but he released a uh, uh, he put out a live stream uh, getting a blowjob on Instagram. I thought it was, somebody said I didn't see it, mind you. I'm not I'm yeah. not googling Nelly's dick, but um, somebody said it was like the close friends. What? I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know what it was. If it's close friends or not. Regardless, you don't want to put that on there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. If what you gonna Google search like uh, Nelly blowjob Saint Lunatics? <laughs> Saint Lunatics. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine you probably find out it's, it's Nelly. Like you can find me getting blowjobs <laughs> on Instagram. Get it, Cam. Nelly releasing pimp juice. Pimp juice. <laughs> Think I need to let it loose. Because I guess the girl's like face was like really in the video. So it was a dead giveaway. That motherfucker in the background, he probably had a was like, no matter what. (laughs) (laughs) That was kind of having sex to your own music is wild. That's wild. Like, you can't do that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What's that song he made? Was it with, uh, was it, I forgot who he had. He made a country, he made a song, a country song. Uh, Tim McGraw. Tim McGraw. Over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine him getting a blowjob to that. That's wild. Over and over again, I can't see you never. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's wild. Nelly too old to be having those tapes out like that, man. I think just overall, and you know, we don't want to, you know, obviously I, the Isaiah Rashad. Um, those are, we'll go into depth about that. Is there anybody else that had one? Come Little on. Fizz. Little Fizz. Um, I, I just. I don't know why in 2022 when we understand that they had a whole they called right. the fappening when a bunch of celebrities Scarlett Johansson and so Jennifer Lawrence no not sex tapes they just um, they hacked into their iClouds and um, they took all their pictures and put like them on it. I want to see Scarlett's sex tape but she had one. You want to see it? If it's Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah so I mean that happened I don't know how many years ago. But um, I, I would have hoped that people learn from that. You know what I mean? And yeah. I, I don't I don't imagine that 
uh, Nelly's situation is different, but um, understanding that like you, your phone can get hacked, and you know, you know, whether it's text messages or videos or pictures or whatever, like you know, as many times, especially knowing us, people be using the same passwords for everything. Yeah, you, you can't know, do that. People don't be, you know, they haven't changed their passwords since yeah. uh, MySpace days. So I just think that um, we just got to be. One, the the I think after a certain age, for sure, you should stop doing that just in general. But I just think like we just need to stop putting sex on video unless yeah. that's your job or that's what you're intentionally we're, doing. We're not we're not porn stars. We're just regular people. Folks. Yeah. Let's not get too carried away with putting videos of sex on there. People begin off. I, I think people get off on that, like maybe watching it later. Yeah. Something like that. Like, damn, she used to have a big old booty. Yeah, yeah. I don't like. I feel like it's important if you have anything in your phone of a girl you used to date or talk to, and she sent you like her ass or her titties, delete it. Mm -hmm. Just delete it. Yeah, I feel you. Because I don't want anybody getting their hands on it because she's gonna know where it came from. from. But you know what? That could be false too. Because if you get you, you probably not the only one that got those news. She for sure be doubling up. One time I got a. and it wasn't even a nude or anything. But I got a booty pic so fast, I knew I wasn't the only nigga that got that Oh, picture. yeah. Yeah. He was like, good morning, good morning, booty pic. Yeah, I'm like, this, is, this has been sitting in your phone. Like, just And you took, and that picture is at nighttime. <laughs> it's a whole so, different day. It's a whole different day. I see a 2021 in the background. Yeah. I already know. This is not, this ain't, this ain't just for me. Yeah, I knew it was an old booty pic because I seen a Crystal Pepsi in the background. <laughs> <laughs> like, that shit was in the 90s. What the fuck is this? <laughs> That's a crystal Pepsi back there. I'm dead. I see a CD player back there. This yeah, is you a- got a fucking Walkman back there. I see that Walkman. That's some 2000, man. That's comedy. Uh, Walkmans was the shit in the 90s, bro. Yeah. But well, you know what? Hold up. In the 90s, the Walkmans wasn't like, they weren't all that great. Um, They had only the cassettes Walkmans back then. Mm-hmm. But like in the late <clears throat> '90s, they start coming out with the portable CD players. Because the, the cassettes was cool. They got they started to get a little bit more sleek though. They did because the original ones was all boxy, boxy and then they start yeah. they start to make them a little more sleek. Because people, it was a thing for people to work out or jog or it, whatever it with the with CD. Yep. Yeah, they had the clips and stuff. Yeah, I would yeah. say a CD CDs were CD players were definitely bigger. But I yeah. guess if I had to choose, I would probably want to. You know, if I'm working out, I'd much rather have a uh, like a Walkman or like a, a tape player. Really, tape player sounded like shit. The quality wasn't the greatest. No, but you... it was a certain. It's a, it, which is interesting about the quality. So, when it comes to like music, there was this fight to have the most clear sound. Like that's why they moved away from like vinyl. I have so, a mm-hmm. few vinyls over there. Yeah. Um, and then obviously they went to tape and the eight tracks and all this. But there, there's a. There's a like a pushback to go to like a dirtier sounding um, thing as far as like music goes. So it's like we wanted to get the stuff super super clear, and then now people are like, "Man, this sounds too clear." Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. All right, but let's not jump too far. Mm-hmm. Basically, this it's a all these sex tapes coming out mm-hmm. out of nowhere and doing it during Black History Month. Come on, man. Yeah, that's the worst. It's Black History Month, not Black Dixery Month. <laughs> Black Dixery. Put the dicks away, man. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, but um, one of them is a highly, I won't say controversial, but a highly just uh, unlikely story. Well, there's a rapper that's uh, with TDE, uh, Top Dog Entertainment, really great artist named Isaiah Rashad. 
right? Mm-hmm. Great, great artist, great rapper, just a great um, a musician in general. Mm-hmm. And there was a video that leaked of him having sexual relations with men, right? Uh, receiving oral sex and giving it to him, He's right? A wild boy. <clears throat> Here's the thing. Honestly, I've reached a maturity where I don't give a fuck if somebody is gay. Mm-hmm. I like his art. I think he's an amazing artist. But I think a lot of people, especially in hip hop, are so homophobic that they're going to be like, oh, man, I can't listen to him no more. Like the whole time you listen to his music before he was gay then. Like, what's the yeah. what's the problem now? You mm-hmm. know, like you, we love DMX. He would smoke crack. So yeah. DMX could be in and out of prison and smoke crack. And you got more respect for him than Isaiah Rashad. Mm-hmm. That to me, I think it's 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 homophobia. That's what it is. And um, ultimately, like, yo, I don't give a fuck what a man does on his own time. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all about the art to me. Yeah. Like, I don't. Like, it, it's certain artists, especially like, yo, I don't get why everyone is so fixated on another person's sexuality. Mm-hmm. You know? And I will say it's it's like a wild thing for that to be out. But it's a wild thing for it to be heterosexual, too. Like if you was yeah, getting, we just had a conversation yeah. about Nelly. Nelly getting his Nelly getting his cock sucked on mm-hmm. Instagram. Obviously, that was a woman, but that was still wild because that's your sexual acts being out in the public. Yeah, you know. And then now because it, because he was having gay sex, that shit is not going to be accepted by most a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But then there's a lot of people who still support him. Yeah, and I've I think, a lot of people. Do I that. think that's dope that mm-hmm. people, a lot of people still support Isaiah Rashad. Mm-hmm. You know, because he's a dope fucking artist. Yeah, for sure. I just hope I don't know where he's where he's gonna like how he's gonna respond to this or what he's gonna say, but like, um, if he addresses it, I hope it's in a very like a masterful way to like spin it on people that try to ruin him. Because mm-hmm. whoever released that sex tape is an evil person. They try to get yeah. They really try to get him, bro. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think he wanted nobody knowing that shit. Or he, you know, he. I'm sure he wanted, if he did want to come out, he wanted to come out on his own terms. On his own terms, you know? yeah. Yeah, so that's unfortunate, man. I think I think the interesting part about it, when you, when you just kind of look at your own personal journey and your own personal growth, and, you know, we come from a, a very uh, homophobic culture, um, especially in hip-hop, you know what right. I mean? Using different uh, gay slurs very frequently, or using the term gay as something disrespectful or lesser than um when i was so when i had seen um i looked on twitter just to you know see see if there was any anything interesting trending and i seen uh i might have seen like kanye west and then i seen isaiah rashad's name and i was like oh snap isaiah rashad dropped some some new some new music let me let me see what's going on and then i start to see like people calling him gay and stuff like that. I'm like, what are y'all talking about? Like, did he, did he say it in a song or what's going on? And then I scrolled up like three or four or five different tweets. And then it was right there. I was like, Oh snap. And then I kind of quickly got out of there, but it was just, it was so shocking to me. And it wasn't even, I think the, you know, I think sexual, sexual preference is still slightly shocking, but that wasn't even um, where my mind was at. My mind was really, um on the the fact that he has a sex tape like i was still i'm still shocked that we are still into like i said before in 2022 still recording these sexual acts just with the you know how loose it is or how easily 
I can remember when I was like uh, back in my uh, when I was sending dictures back in the day. Um, Not a very proud moment. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. But no, when I was sending um, pics and you having me a phone or whatever, um, when you would go to like Twitter or when you would go to certain apps, sometimes like yo yo camera roll would pop up oh my god and like you know you could just be hopping on twitter to type something and then at the bottom it's a bunch of dick pics or a bunch of pictures of you know whatever pictures you saved and stuff like that um and i would just be like man like so i say that to say like it's extremely easy even if that you know his phone or whatever didn't get hacked it's just so easy to like upload those things on accident or like you know just expose yourself in that way without you know without putting that much effort in. But I just think that the biggest thing for me is I think we just got to keep our sexual life private and private in a way where we don't even film it just because, you know, the thing about it too is like, who knows when those videos were made or created. He, (laughs) he was having some wild moments because it was, um, not to put too much, the dude was black in the first video that I seen that he was, you know, (laughs) That he was top dog. That he was top dog entertainment, in. <laughs> and then in the other videos, he was like showing his face and all this kind of stuff, and it was like Mexican or like white boys or something like that. So, um, I say that to say it was multiple different people, and you have to trust all these different yeah. people with that type of content That's too much and it's even crazier because you're famous you're a right, rapper right. you know what i mean and like i said it's not even a sexual preference conversation this is a conversation about recording yourself having yeah, sex and privacy yeah so i just think like i would just hope that it's not even a isaiah rashad conversation either it's just about like us in general like it'd be local uh people that be passing around footage of them having sex and stuff yes. like that it's wow. just like man y'all gotta keep the cameras to you know the, the the memorable moments taking pictures of your family and stuff like that not not sex man you could just remember yeah. that in your head we have to stop running with the idea of what gay is too mm-hmm. like we'll we'll be like basically we'll see somebody that's like kind of flamboyant like oh my god like stop like that's what we think about when we think of like a gay man, yeah. right? But a gay dude, that's just like it could be somebody that's just like regular. They're just mm-hmm. a regular, everyday person, and you'll never suspect them, and they'll be gay. That's not like people think gay only works one way. Yeah, there's a bunch of gay people that just walk around and just normal like everybody else. They don't got to be flamboyant. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just like that, and then. What happens is you find out and you're just like, wow. Like, uh, what's the defensive end for the Raiders? Nassib. Carl, Carl Nassib. He's fucking huge. He's like 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. Yeah. He's like 6'6", six, six six, muscles, defensive lineman mm-hmm. for the Raiders. Yeah. One of the best linemen on that team. Mm-hmm. And he's gay. Mm-hmm. So it's like, bro, we got to stop. We also got to get out of that idea of what gay is. Mm-hmm. Gay could be the the most the, – the, the gay could be the dude – that's super homophobic. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The one that's dropping the f bomb, calling them the word that rhymes with maggot, and like, how the fuck do they do all that? Oh hell no, I don't like that. What the fuck, bro? Get out of here. Yeah, that, that dude's probably doing it because he wants some dick, or he just, or he doesn't know how. Sometimes it could be like a a feeling you can't really articulate. Mm-hmm. So sometimes like they'll have a like they'll be attracted to guys, but they don't like that. 
they don't like mm. the fact that they're attracted to guys so they're trying to like be super masculine or disrespect yeah i think that's the interesting part about like listening to some isaiah rashad songs you get a whole new perspective because he was battling and you know he had mental health issues and you know he, he had a couple quotes in there like what I think he said, like, would they still love me if they knew the true me or something like right. that? Yeah, and um, a couple other, you know, and, and I, a lot of people have, like, there's a connection between people's sexuality and their mental health, you know, when people, especially guys, you know, when you when you battle in that inner, I won't call it a demon in a disrespectful way, but you got inner demons where you, you know, you, you com- conflict it with your sexuality and you may have been raised in the church and, you know, you, uh, you may have you know, gravitated towards a culture that's not ex- not super accepting of your lifestyle. Um, that could be that could be tough, man. It could wear on you, and and especially too, like in his music, he wasn't. I won't I won't say he's like a a Nelly as far as like Pimp Juice or you know like Snoop Dogg with Doggy Style, but it he right. had little lines in there when he talked about having different women and stuff like that. So yeah. you know, I, you could tell that that's kind of like stuff he may have sprinkled in there just to but it probably is true too because he got two do uh isaiah got two baby mamas yeah yeah i'm not saying it's not true i'm saying it's more so like it's a it was a if you're living if you're also say if you're you're a player right but you may be playing with women and guys but you're only speaking about the women Mm -hmm. you know what i mean because you know that that's the only thing that's yeah that's socially acceptable Mm -hmm. so we can sit here like here's the thing like I'm speaking in like this is reality, unfortunately. But if a woman has a drunk night, she's tongue kissing her friends, and they probably touch each other. You know, I guess she could say that she's bisexual, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. But if a dude get drunk and they start touching each other, he can't claim bisexual. To society, that nigga just gay. Yeah. That's just how the world is, man. Mm-hmm. I just that's just how the world is. Yeah. In Isaiah Rashad's case, I think it's. A strong case to say that he's probably bisexual, mm-hmm. like, bec- or he might just, he might just be gay. He might just be gay. Yeah. Either way, like, I, either way, it doesn't matter, dog. Mm-hmm. Like the dude is a dope artist. I'm waiting to see what other music he got coming out. Yeah. I'm not invested in a person's sexual orientation. I do. I do feel bad for him though, because he too. hasn't said anything. Mm-mm. You know, that whole camp hasn't really outside of Zakari. I haven't really seen anybody. Uh, say or mention anything but um that's that's a terrible way to be outed man and i know you know i understand the pressure of somebody trying to say that or come out to whomever and you know for you to be like exposed in a way is kind of crazy and we still don't even understand or know why it happened how it happened who leaked the video um yeah that's crazy yeah he's getting a lot of love man shout out to isaiah rashad he basically says uh, somebody wrote, been here, still here. Love you. Next person, love you. Hearts, uh, love you, man. Love you, Zay. We all love you no matter what. We support you. It's 2022. We shouldn't be caring about what somebody is doing anyways. There's a bunch of these comments. That's dope, though. You know what I think, too? I think that we're not being persuaded by obvious um, hit jobs. Like the shit that's going on that went on with Rogan. Like, a lot of people are not falling for this shit anymore. Yeah. You know, whoever did this was attacking Isaiah, you, you know? You know what I also think? I, I, it, it probably could have been a case where people, what happens a lot of times, like, and I'm not, like, any sort of, like, industry 
mm-hmm. person or like I I just know a few people or been in you know certain TV shows and stuff like that. So I know like a little bit of people. But w- what happens oftentimes like in 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 entertainment is that there are things that are known in entertainment, mm-hmm. but they're not necessarily known to the masses because it just you know it's just not a conversation people are spreading across the internet. So what potentially could have also happened why it's not huge news or why you haven't seen like the breakfast club haven't hasn't mentioned it mm-hmm. a couple other outlets mentioned it like very very loosely or you know they just said a few things here and there didn't spend a bunch of time on it some of them could have known already you know what Ooh. i mean and it could have just been like you know a, a conversation i don't know them. though because it would have leaked it not necessarily because it, 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 because what happens in those situations it is sometimes it's like rumors floating around but nothing has been confirmed if it if it's a rumor about says a rumor about diddy or uh you know they always say diddy is gay or somebody else, or odell beckham you know it could be it could be a, just a conversation obviously like those things leak but if there's no we seen a video of isaiah rashad so that's how we know it's like confirmed yeah um when frank ocean came out I'm sure there were people that knew he was that he was gay, but when uh, it wasn't confirmed, confirmed until on his his debut album, it was certain things saying he, him, you know, and he Boy. wrote a whole letter. Yeah, so I just I just know like you know like um, I was saying when I met T.K. Kirkland, I was giving like stories of how he acts, right, and. Um, obviously we don't have a huge platform, right? Even if I did say something about TK Kirkland on here, it wouldn't have really reached the masses anyways. Mm -hmm. But after you see him on the breakfast club, say exactly what I was, Mm -hmm. you know, mentioning and stuff, then, you know, it's like, it's a real thing. So it's just like certain conversations that kind of circulate, um, behind the scenes that is not really for the masses. So, yeah, no, but yeah, man, um, yeah, we, we got to I, I think as a society, we're starting. There's a more people that are starting to wake up and call bullshit or they're starting to objectively look at things more instead of allowing a shit story to dictate how they feel, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm, I'm kind of glad, man, because if this had been over 10 years ago, he would have been canceled. Yeah, you can't be a gay. Either. You can't be a gay rapper like now you can, especially with Lil Nas X coming out. But before, like way back, if you back in the day, like if NWA was out, we talking about early '90s, and you come out as gay, they gonna they gonna call you maggots, like they gonna be calling you maggots and all kind of stuff. Yeah, it was low key. It wasn't super rough for Frank Ocean, but it was kind of you know it was some people saying like, nah, I would never do a song with him, and you know it was people saying that back then, and that was what 2011, 2010, yeah, somewhere. Now. Back in the they was letting them the 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 word that rhymes with maggot fly mm-hmm. big time. Mm-hmm. There's some songs I listen to, and I'm like, dang. Those would be the interesting ones because you think that are, there are still people that use like gay slurs in, mm-hmm. in some capacity, but to to think that it might have been somebody in that inner circle, you know, hanging around Isaiah Rashad in some capacity, you know, especially because TDE has gang connections and stuff, and it might have been somebody just letting homophobic slurs fly, and he just sitting there like, you know, taking that all in. Yeah, so and you know what's crazy is is I. I I feel bad, or not even feel bad. I, I think it's hilarious that some people that want to cancel Isaiah Rashad, but you still listen to the baby, mm-hmm. and the baby has hit a woman in the face, been in the multiple altercations, even a recent one where his security jumped a dude. 
They jumped his his the baby's uh his baby's mama, her brother, got jumped by the mm-hmm. baby at a bowling alley. Yeah, this, the, the, the baby's just a trash motherfucker, man. <laughs> People say you don't know him. Like, look at the end of the day, I don't know that guy, but he's a trash motherfucker. To sock somebody in, first of all, to hit a woman, and then on the other end. You punch a dude, you initiate the fight, you punch him in the bowling alley, y'all slipping all over the place, and your security is everybody else is jumping in. He was getting drugged by his hair. Getting drugged the dude, yeah. That's like, come on, he's just a trash motherfucker, and you don't cancel him. Yeah, that people are crazy. Like, mm-hmm. I love DMX, man. DMX was a dope artist, but he smoked crack. Mm-hmm. So we called him a crackhead and rid off DMX? Yeah. We still showed him love. That's why you know that a lot of this shit... It's flat out homophobia, bro. Mm-hmm. But I'm not gonna beat it over the head. Um, switch- Isaiah Rashad already did. Wow. Um, switching gears. Uh, <laughs> uh, recently, we heard about um, about to say Barack Obama. We heard about Joe Biden and supposedly buying thirty million dollars worth of crack pipes. And it's a it's an inaccurate story. There's there's a whole lot more uh, to this. It's just I don't know why they just put crack pipes. I don't I don't get that. It's basically a fact check. Fact check. False claims that Biden administration is distributing $30 million worth of crack pipes. Uh, U.S. officials say cartels in Mexico are using media platforms as the perfect drug delivery tool for distribution of counterfeit pills that have caused an uptake in overdose deaths in the United States. Um, basically a federal grant program aimed at reducing the health risks associated with drug use has become the subject of misinformation online with social media users and some Republican politicians accusing the white house of distributing free crack pipes to Americans. The confusion stems from a February 7th article published by the Washington free beacon citing that anonymous spokesperson from the department of health and human services, the conservative news outlet wrote and it wrote that a program backed by Biden administration will provide crack pipes, will uh, provide pipes for users to smoke crack cocaine, crystal <laughs> methamphetamine, and <laughs> any uh, illicit substance. Republican politicians quickly seize on the claim. Okay. Um, here's the thing, too. And there's another one that says, in quote, the Biden plan to provide 30 million in crack pipes to the, the black community is an apt metaphor for the relationship between the black underclass and the Democratic Party. So this is a complete that's there's a racial undertone to that, which mm-hmm. I find very disrespectful. And I think uh, Ted Cruz had mentioned that that dude's a piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, Ted Cruz. This the same motherfucker that ran off in Texas when it was freezing and you went to Mexico like a little bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a little pussy. You fucking ran off. Mm-hmm. Somebody even mentioned that he left his dog. <laughs> really? Yeah. You piece of shit, bitch. You left your fucking dog there and went to Mexico. Dang. Yeah, and now you saying that they selling uh they got 30 million dollars worth of free crack pipes into the black community. This is a fucking piece of shit. And and the thing about it is is that's inaccurate. It's basically it's considered um what's the the correct language so I don't get it mixed up. It is called basically safe smoking kits. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's just for cleanliness and to avoid um you know getting infections and things of that nature. Yeah. Um, and they turned it into free crack pipes. This is it's just sensationalism. This is what motherfuckers do. You know what I mean? And it, it it's it's not completely inaccurate though. Yeah. If you're if I if I'm a Republican, that's like that's uh they just set it up. It's on a platter for you. Yeah. That messaging it, it, it's least. poor messaging from the Democrats 
poor messaging from the Democrats and sensationalism from Republicans. Mm -hmm. They're just looking for anything to say, look, they're giving away free crack yeah. and crack pipes. Yeah. Look at them. Look at the, the, the Democrats. They're doing it again, giving away free crack. Mm hmm. That's why, like you, you hear these um, stereotypes from the right. The, the left got them too. Like I seen an article the other day, and it said like, um, growing up in uh, growing up LGBT in a mainly conservative um, sector of town is very tough. And it's like, who said that? It was it was an article. It mm -hmm. was like on on the news, but it was, mm -hmm. I seen it on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yo, you know it's gay LGBT. You know it? No, no, gay conservative. You know it's conservative LGBT people, right? Yeah. Like they're they're not just all Democrats. Mm -hmm. I hope you know that. Like, yeah. <laughs> like that's the thing, man. It is, they they live in these extremes. Mm -hmm. Liberals and conservatives live in extremes, and in this case, this is a conservative extreme. You you took it from this program to being free crack pipes, motherfucker. Like what? Yeah, I I don't know how I feel about those like programs where or like even the guy we talked about a long time ago that he tried to. Uh, explain to people how to use drugs safely i yeah. feel like this is kind of like in that same that same line but i i mean i i guess i get it from a certain standpoint where they're going to do it anyway so you know let's try to keep them you know safe as safe as possible so i don't know i just i feel i don't i'm kind of on the fence about the whole idea. i'm on the fence on it because there's no safe way to smoke crack if you're gonna smoke yeah. it then you're gonna die that's on you <laughs> yeah sorry if yeah. you're smoking crack, if you if you, I don't think that I don't think that sanitation and cleanliness of a crack pipe. You're like, oh no, I ain't smoking crack out of this. Are you serious? Yeah. Get, get this old dirty crack pipe out of my face. I need a real one. Yeah. Let me make sure I get a real crack pipe. We've seen the crackheads in L.A. They doodle on the ground. They so don't give a fuck. They're not worried about no. Clean. They will smoke crack out of a fucking toaster if they could. They oh, man. Yeah, it don't matter. Yeah. So it's like I, I just think that. Like, I don't get this. I think that there's an approach. The I guess the, the approach is the preservation of life, I guess. Like, this is, it's just backwards. Yeah. I don't, I don't agree with this whole thing. Just throw it away. Um, focus on, I, I think what the way they look at it is like, we can't get people off the streets or stop them from doing drugs. So let's approach this realistically and at least hope that they're doing it safely. Yeah. That's their take. Yeah. But, I, I mean, I could see it, but. But, yeah. but here's the problem with that. It's pandering. Mm -hmm. The reason why it's pandering is because you really don't give a fuck about these people. Mm -hmm. You don't. You really don't give a fuck about them. But you have to act like you at least care about them for your base to see that, hey, we see the homeless or underserved people that happen to be drug addicts. Because you go into L.A., motherfuckers will stop in the middle of this. It'll be a person walking through an intersection that just start smoking crack. <laughs> Man, I remember I was getting my car washed, bro. No bullshit. I was over... I went to a car wash, and this is in town, actually, too. It's the car wash. You know where the Albertsons is back this way? Mm -hmm. You know, it's got a car wash right there? Mm -hmm. I drove to the automatic car wash spot, and when I pulled in, it was a dude sitting in the bay. That was, it was, they were, the dude was behind me, like, to the left, and he just started smoking crystal meth right there. That's wild. And I'm like, yo, I was just waiting for my car to get finished getting washed. During the daytime? It's during the daytime. Motherfucker smoking crystal meth. In a fucking car wash, it's suds and shit flying everywhere. This motherfucker's still smoking meth. That's a day fade. That's I'm like, crazy. dude. Yeah. I was like, hey. Once I got done, I was like, hey, man, what the fuck? <laughs> What'd he say? He, dude, he was high as fuck. Yeah. He didn't know. He probably thought that was Jesus or something. He didn't know who it was. Yeah. No, that's scary, man. They, I didn't know they Jesus have like, was black, man. Uh, 
when they be on that crystal meth, they have no morals. It's no. just, you know, they just want to get high. Yeah, they don't get scary. Yeah, that's the thing, man. I guess this is a, um, um, I guess an approach of like they're going to do drugs anyways. At least let's make sure they're safe. Yeah. But it's like we get it, bro. Like this is money that could be going to somewhere else, though. If yeah. I'm gonna keep it, if I'm if I'm gonna keep it real, I, I think that there's a certain amount of accountability that people need to have at this point. That if you're gonna do drugs, you know that shit ain't safe. But I know there's a lot of people who own businesses and shit during COVID. And they lost their business, and I feel like you can, if you can allocate that amount of money to buy, like getting smoke, clean smoke pipes and shit, you could get that shit to motherfuckers that lost their business. No, nah, that's real. Yeah, it, it's it's like, are you you just um, extending their life a little bit? You know what I mean? I feel like if you make that, you, I think there should be a, a emphasis on like rehabilitation. But yeah. if you just you know, aiding them and you know, living a little bit longer so they could, you know, do more drugs. I, I don't, I don't really understand the logic, but yeah, I don't know. It's just pandering. The, 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 the there is no logic. The it's just pandering. Mm-hmm. You are basically saying we want to do this for these people. You just want society to believe that. Oh, I see you. I see you have a problem. Mm-hmm. You don't give a fuck about these people. Nah. You don't give a fuck. You just want to. You want to put. You want to put some money towards them. Because you know that the base that follows you, is they 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 want to stop homelessness or drug use or whatever. And if they feel that you've done anything <clears throat> that targets that, then they can support you. Because I guarantee you, right now, Biden and Kamala, their numbers is trash. Yeah, the uh, approval rating. Oh man, their approval rating is bad. It's in the yeah. motherfucking toilet. Yeah, they, those people also aren't voting for you guys, so they're not going to no polls. They, yeah, I mean, you you buying crack pipes for motherfuckers is not gonna go to the poll. That's crazy. They're like, man, you know what? I sure could use right now. Yeah, I mean, at least if you help the truckers mind podcast, I need me a good Biden pipe. A good. One. <laughs> That's what I need. Imagine a crackhead scratching his neck. Man, you know what? Back in the Biden administration, I used to get free crack. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Biden ain't so bad. He ain't so bad now. <laughs> I used to get free crack. Now I gotta go back to sucking dick for crack. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, that's crazy. Yeah, I don't think Trump would have did this though. I, I, I Trump would have did something. Oh no way! Trump no. would have did something else. He's not trying to get no money out like that. Nah, he ain't giving out no money at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he would have did something uh, fucked up, but it would have not been this. Mm-hmm. He would have probably been like, "We're giving thirty million dollars away um, to little people, to midgets, <laughs> to midgets. We're giving it to midgets with helmets. <laughs> it's very tough being short." Here's thirty million dollars. <laughs> that's the idea, though. They, they, it's that's the hard part about being a politician is you don't, um, as as a citizen, you don't really know who's doing what out the kindness of their heart or if they're just trying to get votes. And I think that's the tough part about being a politician is it's all to get elected again. You know, so part of their job is to get elected. Yeah, get elected and not do shit. That's what most politicians do. They tell you all the shit they're gonna do, and it just doesn't. It doesn't work like that. Yeah. We're gonna build a wall. The 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 wall that Trump was building got blew down by high winds. Yeah, but it's like nobody talks about this. Yeah, like the part of the wall has been blown over. Yeah, and this and people be like Trump twenty twenty four. <laughs> and, and they didn't do anything. For he didn't guys. do shit for y'all. But they signed some executive orders, though. Yeah, all he did was just like he just basically reversed with bot with a uh, fucking yeah uh, 
Obama had. Mm-hmm. They just made it a point to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, and and Obama was very slick. He had a very slick tongue in which he used on Trump to make Trump feel like a little boy almost. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whenever he whenever he responded to Trump, it was always like, oh, we got Donald here. All right. Uh, what's everybody else doing? Like it was always like talking around Trump. Yeah. And then when Trump was able to galvanize enough people to vote for his stupid ass yeah. and he won, Trump started talking his shit. They probably thought it was a joke up until yeah. election day. Yeah. It was, then it was real. Then they it for was, sure thought Hillary had it in a bag. Yeah, Hillary thought she had it. Barack was had his feet kicked up somewhere. Yeah, but you know, Hillary thought she had it and then she mm-hmm. showed up to the election looking like a Pokemon and they said, yeah. No, you lost. How you get Jay-Z to rap for you and you still didn't win? <laughs> Jay-Z was like, why you lose like that? <laughs> <laughs> I can't have your back no more. <laughs> <laughs> you ready, B? Let's get out of here. <laughs> That's wild. Oh, man. All they right. had, they uh-huh. had this thing about um, uh, Bun B was talking about Jay-Z. And he was talking, this is a total tangent. Really? But he's talking about wealth and how a lot of times the rapper want to come in with all the chains on and all, you know, they want to, they want to look like money, even though they in a bad record deal or whatever. But he was like, the thing that I've seen from Jay-Z is he's like, he started, he's starting to move like the white boys that we knew growing up that had money where, you know, they would come to school with flip flops and, and, and shorts and a, and a t-shirt with a hole in it or whatever. But he was saying like Jay-Z is, is, uh, he said he would show up to spaces with sweat with a sweatsuit on and everybody else is you know got the balenciagas and the gucci and all this stuff on and he was just saying like that's that's true wealth when you that comfortable walking into the room and that you that comfortable with yourself to like he would show up to the super bowl today like lebron had the chains on and the versace and all the other rappers was up there and jay-z had like some t-shirt on and uh and a la hat and and some sweatpants and he was just just chilling so yeah man yeah yeah, that wealth ain't no joke. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, um, sh- not too much else on this. What am I missing? What am I missing? Um, yeah, um, ultimately, what I'll say too though is um, the I guess the the racial undertone to some of the shit Ted Cruz said is crack cocaine has been considered like a a black drug or a drug that has affected the black community mm-hmm. more than anything. But I think that the when it comes down to like from a judicial stand standpoint. Like the, the the sentences are much harsher for crack cocaine than powder cocaine, mm-hmm. which is why, you know, so many people of color, black and brown people went to prison for extensive, crazy sentences and mandatory minimums for crack. Mm-hmm. But if some dude snorting coke, some celebrity somewhere got powder in his nose, he's not getting any time for it. Mm-hmm. You know, cocaine is cocaine. But the, the the racial like the disparity between those things are nuts, mm-hmm. you know. And and to mention, he basically said they handing out like handing out a free crack pipes to the black community. Mm-hmm. Like that shit was a fucking that was a extremely that was what you would call like a subliminal racism. Yeah. Like we was talking earlier, like racism is not overt anymore. It's not like shut up, nigger, get off my bus. Like, <laughs> that's that doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> now it's racism is in microaggressions now. Yeah. Now it's like um like we were talking about the quarterback. No, not even quarterback Trey Lance. 
it'll be a different situation where it'll be like, I just don't, I don't, I just don't. Are you? Do you live here? Do you live in this apartment building? No, you have a real example with What's the that? Super Bowl halftime performance. What's that? When the dude responded to your comment. Oh yeah, that mm-hmm. was a super microaggression. Mm-hmm. I just I posted on a 49er forum page. I was like, man, it's just tough seeing the Rams here. And he was like, yeah. He's like, this is a shit game and that trash ass rap show, that halftime show. Mm-hmm. Now here's the thing. The microaggression comes in where I never even mentioned the halftime show, nothing. But it seems like anything black, when you just jab at it for no reason, I feel like a lot of times that's a racial undertone. Like, for example, for example, um, let's just say like, oh, you know, it's uh, it's let's say it's Mexican Independence Day. Mm -hmm. And I'm like and I I mentioned something about Mexican Independence Day and somebody's like, why do they need a day? Like, why can't they just be American? And they need to speak. Why can't they speak American? Why do they have to speak Spanish? Mm-hmm. That, to me, is a racial microaggression. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you so mad if Mexicans don't speak English, motherfucker? How is it affecting your life? Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's mm-hmm. just what people do. Mm-hmm. And what happens is, and just recently at 24th Street Cafe, there is a, a woman that felt like she was racially discriminated against because they had been waiting outside. And the post got taken down, actually. I seen this yesterday. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess they had to wait outside and then like somebody went in front of them. And then one of the workers told the woman who was, a, I think she's a little older woman. She didn't speak great English. And he told her like, you hear me? Comprende? Oh, dang. And then he went inside. That's a racial microaggression. That's wild. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's not a motherfucker calling you a nigger or some shit nowadays. It's, it's through microaggressions. You know what annoys me about those situations? Yeah. Is that. That same person or that same family will still go eat there. Yeah, fuck all that. I ain't doing that. I just feel like there's a so many, and even there was a um, a thing that came out about Jim Jones and how he wasn't receiving any help in the Gucci store or something like that. But I just feel like if we have these stances and if we are going to mention that we're being disrespected in any sort of restaurant or store or whatever, the best thing you can do is not give them money. So I just. I hope that that family never goes there again unless they receive some yeah. sort of apology from from those from the uh from the restaurant. Yeah. Like like, like I always say here, I I will probably never step foot in La Mina again. Like yeah. they they have for no reason do I feel like giving them any of my hard-earned money. It's not going to happen. Yeah. It's certain it's just certain people that 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 are ignorant. Mhm. And they they move that way with other people, mm-hmm. and it's obvious. It's a certain people like okay. I was having a conversation with the trucker, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll keep his name nameless, but I could tell this dude was racist as fuck, like racist as fuck. But he was having a conversation with me, and he start basically talking about like Middle Eastern people, and he had like a name he was calling them that was pretty disparaging. And what I chose to do at that moment is just walk away. And the reason why is I'm not going to carry on a conversation with somebody that's referring to somebody else like that. Like, I don't I don't move like that. So what I realize is that you talking to me like that because I'm a black man and I'm not of that race. I, I remember I've had people try to talk crazy to me about Mexicans, calling them all kind of racial names. But you think because I'm a black man that I'm just going to be cool with you telling me that? Because, mm-hmm. you know, as soon as I leave, you're going to be calling people calling me a nigger. Mm-hmm. Or you gonna be saying something crazy about me? So I don't, I don't move like that. Me and Keith crack jokes on here or whatever, and it's colorful for the podcast. But we don't <laughs> move, we don't move like that, dog. Mm-hmm. You know, even though Keith's hair looked like that, he's still a pretty good guy. Mm-hmm. I'm a great guy, actually. Yep, 
Mm-hmm. Um, he uses um uh, 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 slave gel in his hair. What do you use, Eddie? I don't have hair, Keith. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fuck you, man. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. But yeah, not not a whole lot else, man. I hope y'all enjoyed the Super Bowl, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and for all those that seen that Nelly sex tape, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> that Nelly was getting a blowjob. Somebody said Mushroom was trending after Nelly's. Oh, no, not Nelly. It was Lil, uh, Lil Fizz. Oh, Lil Fizz and Mushroom yeah. was trending. They said funny. dude's dick looked like a mushroom. That's crazy. They said he looked like one of those things off of fucking Super Mario. <laughs> you know the ones you step toad. on? Oh. The, the mushroom with the dots on it? That's Toad. That's Toad? Mm-hmm. Oh. I don't know. I don't. That's his name, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. His name is Toad, but he's a I'm mushroom? I'm pretty sure, yeah. What the fuck? I might be tripping. Remember whenever you um remember whenever you got that star on Mario Brothers it sped up he was going super fast <laughs> and as soon as you about to win you get bit by one of them fucking things you're like god damn it yeah yeah told that's his name oh wow yeah yeah crazy times yeah uh yeah you, they said it was a dead giveaway with nelly because when he was getting a blowjob he's like underlay underlay mommy yeah, yeah. Oh, what's popping tonight <laughs> that's wild <laughs> somebody they said and i'm just quoting angelie pretty much but maybe it was angelie somebody was like i guess they were making fun of him because he was moaning <laughs> oh but if you, I mean, if it feels good, like, yeah, it's a natural thing. I don't get, like, I don't, I, I don't know, bro. If you're moaning, like, like, feminine, that's another story. Yeah. I don't know. You can't be sounding like no female, but, you know, <sighs> uh, a little bit of heavy breathing is, is perfectly okay. Yeah. Somebody in there moaning, it's like. Also, like, women like when they are pleasing a man, so they could, you know, they how else do they know that they're doing a good job if you just? I don't know like, though. I don't know because women they'll use it against you. That's why I had you moaning, bitch. Oh, that's a toxic woman. You should never have sex with her ever again. There's a lot of toxic women out here, man. You gotta start canceling these toxic hoes. Hey, you know what's hilarious though? <laughs> be like, that's why I have my finger in your booty. Now nah, it be. It's, I told you about a scenario where this girl she posted screenshots and she was like. That's why your dick little. I couldn't even. It wasn't even touching the back of my throat. <laughs> oh, that's fucked up. And the dude was just. Uh, I don't know if he stole from her, her or what. But yeah, she was. She was. She didn't really out him because it was just screenshots. But yeah. it was just wild for her to say like, you, "Your dick wasn't even touching the back of my throat." That sounds crazy. I think that's fucked up too, though. I, yeah. I think it's wrong. Whatever he did, he stole from her or something. That's fucked up. Mm-hmm. But it's also messed up. Like. If women, if you don't like little dick, stop getting with little dick dudes. Yeah, stop. Yeah. Yeah, because all you're going to do is complain about a little dick when y'all break up. If you're in a relationship, you know, if you're in a long-term relationship, don't say that after you broke up. Yeah, women will be like, women will be like, don't you ever raise your voice at me with that little ass dick. Because a guy can't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you got a little dick, do not raise your voice. But a guy can't say that to a, a female. And it doesn't even yeah. have the same weight. Like, nah. Like, that's why your titty's little. It don't even sound the same. That's and why your pussy dry. Like it doesn't even. Cause you don't know how to get wet, bitch. Exactly. It always boils down to him having a little dick. The <laughs> little dick can't get this pussy wet. That's why. <laughs> Wasn't even touching the back of my throat. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I called the police on you. Cause it was little. <laughs> Get out of my house. Oh man. Oh man. People That's are crazy. so crazy. Yeah. All right. Well, 
Looks like we're going to wrap this thing up. If you made it to the end of this podcast, we appreciate you. Thank you for listening to a Trucker's Mind podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy, K. Fings. We're out of here. Peace.